host of the Planet Comedy Podcast. Uh, I am joined by a special guest this week, my wonderful mother, Miss Lindsay, what is it, are you Johnson now? Richie. Johnson Richie? Richie Johnson. Richie Johnson. I, I know your name was hyphenated at some point. Yep, it's Richie Johnson. But yeah, welcome to the show, Mom. Thanks. If Finally. Jasmine told me you were upset with me. You were not on the show that Tommy and Jasmine got to come on here first. Yeah, and Logan. And Logan. I mean, it was like the whole... Logan, well, Logan's episode didn't end up airing all the way. We'll have to get, we'll have to get Logan and Noah in here. It was like the together. whole damn family except for Mama. <laughs> but I did, listen, it's weird sometimes to bring your mom on these types of shows. It's been, I've had a lot of weird discussions and topics on this show. It's weird if you don't have a badass mom. That's true. You're a pretty cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, as That's they right. say in Mean Girls. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. But uh, have you ever been on anything like public like this, Mom? I don't think so. No? Not that I can recall, but that's a lot of drunk nights to try and sift through. That's true. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, how was, first First things first, how was your holidays? It was awesome. Did you I've spent a... it with family, so it's good... always Good Christmas and a good New Year's New Year's Did. Day and Eve. Did that's always a plus when you get to spend it with family. Yeah, that's always a good time. I spent all of my. Just got back from Tennessee. I know. It was super fun. It was cabin a great time. Was awesome. Yeah, it was a very pretty cabin. Yes. A very pretty place to stay. Uh, the ATVs were fun. Even though we got stuck in a lot of traffic when we were trying to go through the scenic route, at the I think it was the Smoky Mountain State Park. Did you guys see any bears? No. I think they're all in hibernation. Yeah, somebody else said that too. Do you like bears? I don't know. I just, I don't know. If I go to Tennessee, I want to see one. Everybody sees bears, so I just kind of feel like that should be part of the the Tennessee experience. Like they should release one specifically to your cabin just so you can say, oh, look, I saw a bear. Oh, look, a bear. Right? Bears terrify me. (laughs) Well, I mean, you don't have to, like, pet it or anything. I agree, but they're still scary animals. But yeah, that was fun. I got to go on. Here's the thing that you'll find entertaining as my mother, because I went on the Sky Bridge, and I have I've been afraid of heights mm-hmm. my whole life. Yeah. Like ever since I was a small child, and I when I here's the thing, the bridge itself was kind of cool. Like there was it was dark, I couldn't see underneath of me, and like seeing the whole city skyline that was kind of neat. The sky lift up there, I had like a fucking panic attack. Well, I was sitting on there. Like, I just talked myself through it. I, I low-key, especially on the way down, I was just like, I am going to pass out. I'm going to pass out in this lift. Was it just the little chairs? No, we had, like, the whole bench and everything. If it just been the little chairs, I would have, like, stroked out. Yeah. I did the same thing years ago when I got on the double Ferris wheel. Oh, my God. Couldn't, that's the only ride I couldn't, hand, couldn't, do it, couldn't handle it. There's too much? Yeah. See, and a, I wasn't afraid of heights. No, you're not, as far as I'm aware. But that sucker, when you got on top, and it, like, whipped you around. Mm-mm. Oh, it would spin? It, like, you know, they were doing this, and there was two of them. Oh, I would have a heart attack. Oh, uh, it was horrible. So, that set, I felt like every time, it, that's, every time the, you know, there was two of them. And when you come up, 
Oh, every time it came around, I felt like I was going to fall out of it. So, yeah, I only wrote it once. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> one is one time is enough yeah, for me. No. Sam wrote, so like we were in line, and I think every like all the adults, I think at first thought it was funny, and everyone thought it was like a funny thing, and I was like, I don't think you all understand. Like, I think you've seen people who tell you they're afraid of heights and then do this stuff. Like, I am genuinely scared. Like, I can feel like as we got closer and closer, I could feel my hands getting sweaty. Mm-hmm. And Sam wrote up and down with me, and at first she was like, "Well, I'll ride up with you, and then we'll see," because the boys wanted to ride. Like one of the boys wanted to ride down with me. And she said, after we rode up, I was like, nope, I'm going to ride down with Kyle. <laughs> she was like, I don't want anyone else to ride with him. He needs to not be with anyone that's going to make him panic. And anyway, she told me, she said, I was worried you were going to pass out. I was really scared you were just going to be like. Look, if you're like, I had this same conversation. We had the same conversation, um, Tommy and Wendy's. Wendy's. Um, we call her Wendy. Wendy. Uh, Tommy and Wendy's. Um, they were at the house, you know, we had Thanksgiving at, at our house this year. Mm-hmm. Wendy's mom came up and she's scared of dogs. She has fear of dogs. Well, you know, we've got Ruby there, who's a Doberman. We had her outside the majority of the night and uh, we got ready to let her back in. And, and I, you know, we were talking about, she, everybody was saying, oh, she you knows she's friendly, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, 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 it's okay. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring her in, but we're still gonna put her behind. Um, we're still going to put her behind a gate um, because if you have a, a legitimate fear or something, there's yeah. it doesn't matter what people say. You're scared of it. You're scared of it. I'm the same way with horses. Beautiful animals. I can watch them from a distance. They are get you, close to really me. Are you really scared of horses? Oh, my gosh. They get close to me, and I, I'm, they're so huge and intimidating, and I just can't. I can't do it. I, I, like, I stiffen up, and I, I panic, and I... It was like the first time they shoved me out onto the water when I was in a kayak. I was like, and just like froze. Horses do the same shit. Can't do it. Yeah, it's, horses are a lot. I think I've only rode horses a couple of times, but horses don't really scare me. I think they're fun. I mean, they scare me in the sense I'm like, if it lands on you, that's a problem. I mean, I just, they look at you with those great big eyes. Like, it's very intimidating. <laughs> You say it's very, I don't like that they can look into my soul. Not at all. And their eyeballs are as big around as this that I'm talking into. So what do you think they're thinking when they're looking at you? They just peer deep into the, the recesses of your, of all of the things you've ever done in your life. And when you look at somebody and you're doing that, what are you thinking? That's a very good point. <laughs> so, um, not just, about it. You just pro- you just look at them like they honestly what they're probably thinking is they're like, Do you have a sugar cube, bro? Right. Like the last <laughs> thing I want to do is climb on the back of something that has peered into my soul and kick the shit out of it and tell it to take off with Go. me. Go. So yeah, like uh uh-uh. uh. Carry good. me. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good sir. Yeah. I just wonder how that happened. Like how who was the first human to ride to look at a horse and be like I'm gonna get on that. I'm gonna get on that. I'm gonna get shit. on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they fast as fuck. Right. I bet if I got on that it would take me places super quick. Yeah. It gets there way faster yeah. than I do. It's got four legs. <laughs> Imagine being the first person to see someone riding on a horse. Like somebody run up you're like, What? <laughs> you can that. ride those? Dude, there's a whole pack of them outside my house. <laughs> heard, heard, not back. So many people had to have gotten really hurt when they first started taming horses because that's that's some shit that starts in a bar. You see somebody ride in on a horse once at the saloon, and you're like, man, there's 
There's like a whole herd of horses outside the farm. I bet I can get on one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> and that's how every animal that's ever been ridden, that's how the conversation starts. Yeah. Get on that motherfucker. Yeah, we get on, I can get on that. I yeah. can make that happen. And look, think about the animals that have been ridden. Listen, why yeah. Why would you look at a bull? If dances say, with wolves can do it. I can fucking do it. That's what I'm saying. Why would you look at a bull and say, I'm going to get on that bitch? Yeah. No, no. Oh, a bull scare me. I don't know why people get on bulls. That's just a... That's just a whole, that's like a macho thing. Purposely. You can't even ride them. It's not like a horse. You know, if you can tame a horse, you can ride that motherfucker 30 miles. That bull will never stop fighting you. And they purposely. You will have to kill him before he stops. They purposely get on bulls to be bucked off. Yeah. And they made that shit a sport. (laughs) (laughs) Let's turn this into a sport. White people be doing wild shit. That's what it is. So we can't dunk a basketball. I'll just hold on to this bull roll. Right. <laughs> you know what? That'll work out. We we may not be able to do this, but we can do this. Yeah. Everybody else just like, all right, yeah, you guys do that. You got it. Yeah. That's because nobody else wants to do that dumb shit. That and swim. <laughs> and play golf. They can swim. Michael Phelps was the man. Golf. Listen, you remember when everybody got mad at Michael Phelps for smoking weed? Everybody was like, how dare you? And I'm just like... Hold on. <laughs> this man won eight gold medals. I'm not saying you, it's right or wrong. I'm just saying. Do you think they would have been angry had he been drunk? Yeah, but it would have been a, like a different... I don't know about... if It would have been angry. You know what I mean? It would have been like sad. People would have felt bad for him. You know what I mean? Like if he had a drinking problem. Okay, but see, that... that... People would feel bad for him. Therein lies the difference. That's, 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 that is my (laughs) issue with when it comes to, that's Jasmine. Is it Jasmine calling? She's FaceTiming me. Answer the phone. That is my. Tell her we're on the show. We're busy. What do you want, bro? Hello. No, it's Kyle. We're podcasting. Oh my god! What's up, you guys? What up? <laughs> the first show of. Um. We yeah. are. We are ten minutes in. Yeah, I'll call you back when we're done. All right, I love you. Love you too. Wait a second. Where's your face? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there. She's starting a podcast, isn't she? Yeah. I'm trying to assist with that. I got a whole channel and everything set up. Yeah, very soon. I, I need an episode. I need episodes. Yeah. That's what I need. So, but anyways, anyway. but back to what we're talking about. That is my issue with the whole um, drug thing. The war on drugs. The war it, on drugs. As they would say. Yes. And, you know, I see a lot of it in my my work. Yeah, for those who don't know, my mother is a, a jailer. Corrections a officer. Correctional f- officer. For the better part of 17 years now. And uh, it's difficult yeah. to see people go through that. You know, it is. Um, but I 
have a tough time with, uh, I think addiction is a matter of, you know, I think people can be addicted to anything, anything that you can't put down, anything you can't let go of, anything that you can't get enough of. I feel like that's an addiction. Um, and people are stuck on the legalities of what you are and are not addicted to. So I think, I mean, someone drinking can be just as volatile as um, someone being on other drugs, but I feel as though it's legal, it's looked at different. Yeah, it's looked at more as like a vice type thing, I would say. You know, like it's, uh, it's, I get, it's not necessarily okay, but it's accepted because it's legal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's not as condemned because it's legal. And, um, you know, we have to abide by the law and, and I, I fully understand that. Um, I just hate that. I feel like as, as a society, we get cold hearted to someone's addiction because of the legalities of it. I mean, there's no more, if, if somebody drinks themselves to death who is an alcoholic, I, I don't think that should be, um, that person had a family that cared about them and they had loved ones and you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that should be just as sad as someone who's addicted to heroin is what I'm saying. But because it's legal, we don't sit in front of their house and, uh, you know, we don't sit in front of an alcoholic's house and, and make sure that they're not buying enough alcohol to drink themselves to death because it's legal. So it's like, who cares? Yeah, it's it's interesting arguing alcohol and drugs because, like, like you said, the legality of it, I think, really hangs a lot of people up. And plus, because there's years and decades of, you know, propaganda around all drugs is kind of in general. Mm-hmm. It has been <clears throat> so harsh. And I think it's it's ingrained in you from such a young age that, you know, it's criminalized and it's so bad and it's all these things that I think you, you can't help but almost have a natural prejudice growing up, especially in the United States, towards people who, uh, you know, develop drug problems or develop some kind of addiction. When in most cases, when you look at addiction, it's just like people's surroundings usually are what kind of lead them to addiction. Like if you look at what addiction is, it's just people who don't want to live, who don't want to exist in their reality, who don't want to, you know, experience their lives. So there's got to be something wrong. I think people want look at addiction as the issue instead of the underlying things that cause addiction. Whereas, like, alcoholism, no one blames, you know, like, the booze. I think that's the big difference. Is no one, like, everyone looks at your life. When you become an alcoholic, everyone looks at the factors in your life that led you to, you know what I mean, to become an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's like, well, this happened, so this is why they started drinking more. But people don't look at drugs like that. With drugs, it's just kind of like, at some point, we stop looking at, well, this happened, so this is probably why. 
and it just becomes like you just have an addiction problem that you're never going to get over. It's weird. Well, and again, I feel like that comes back to the the legality aspect of it because but you know before before prohibition people were you know they had stills set up and were were making moonshine and and you know it it was basically the same yeah it was the same situation system. um just you had, uh, you know, moonshiners um, that were selling moonshine and that sort of thing. Okay, so then you have prohibition, you, you legalize alcohol, and really, in my opinion, you put the moonshiners out of business. You legalized alcohol. You made, initially, you made alcohol somewhat safer because now it's going through a distillation process right yeah and you put the moonshiners out of business so i guess what i have a hard time with is if if drugs were legalized initially what would happen from that you see what i'm saying if you legalize drugs all of them let's say you legalize all of them in your opinion what do you think now you've got a process that these drugs are going through and they're being made by a certain company just like alcohol is and it is going through a process and so like what portugal did so like portugal a couple years ago i think they had like, I think it was a decade ago, 2% of their population or something wild, like, that was on heroin. And they had a real serious problem. And they basically legalized, like, not street heroin, but, like, mm-hmm. the medically pure version, whatever drug consistent that is with heroin. And they just made, like, a basically legalized injection sites where there were doctors there and they would inject you with enough heroin. And you could go, like, every day to get high. But, like, obviously, first things first, it's safer. Like, you know, if you have doctors getting people high, nobody's going to overdose. Nobody, they're going to know medically the amount that you're going to need to not only to, you know, to not feel bad. You're not passing out needles. Yeah. You're not sharing needles. But another thing that, like, I think with something like that, I think you'd see a lot of, I think it would become safer. I think you'd see, like, drug deaths go down a lot, overdose deaths go down a lot. But I don't know if it would fix a lot of people's addiction issues because I think the root cause of addiction is people deciding that their lives aren't worth living but that's what I'm saying addiction I, when, when you hear the word addiction yeah a lot of people immediately go to drugs that's true addiction you can be addicted I mean there's so many cigarettes I mean caffeine's addictive right caffeine pornography you can be addicted to, I mean, and, and people that are addicted to pornography, this doesn't physically, f- physically, this this isn't affecting their body. You know what I mean? Physically, this is not, um, it isn't injuring their body. Um, 
but but it is an addiction it's something that they cannot they feel they can't live without yeah it's not it's not something that's going to be physically detrimental to you right but it is you do have an addicted like you're it is something you can become addicted to right so like caffeine like caffeine is not going to like you're not going you get headaches and stuff like that but there's nothing super detrimental that's going to happen to you if you develop a caffeine addiction but you do have an addiction you do have a physical reaction but I feel like that's what I'm talking about. Everybody getting hung up on legalities of addiction. Yeah, you, it's it's like if something is well, and I think legal, what, they they overlook it. Well, and I think something that people overlook is like the way something looks. Like the let's be honest, the drugs that like I know lots of people personally who had a, like serious problems with drugs, especially like but drugs like cocaine and stuff like that. And really, unless you do a an extreme amount of it, you can do cocaine for a long time and it's really not going to like show up physically in your profile unless you develop an extreme extreme problem where you're doing it like every couple hours whereas something like meth or heroin or something harder it, it doesn't take long before you start to develop physical characteristics where everyone knows you're on. like anyone who's been around those drugs or been around anyone on those drugs immediately can pick up on mm-hmm that you're on something and there are just not a lot of things like that well and unfortunately i hear so many people in my line of work say that they 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 want help and they don't want to be addicted to those things but they go through so much with the withdrawals they're so sick yeah and they just can't and that's well and some people just it's genuinely physically dangerous for them to cold turkey yeah. quit. Yeah, and I, you know, that's, I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen people, they're, them withdraw, and that's hard. It's hard to watch somebody, their, their illness. It's hard to watch somebody sick like that. Um, I mean, nobody likes to be sick. You know what I mean? No, and it's, it, it's almost hard to explain to someone who's never seen it. Like, because I've seen people go through withdrawals. I had, friend Braden died from heroin overdose and like watching them like just the way they would sweat I've never mm-hmm. seen people sweat like that like I sweat a lot I sweat like a whore in church anytime I do anything but I like it's just it's almost like it comes from your core like from the center of your whole person that kind of like the sweat and the uh, the paleness in their mm-hmm. eyes it's just awful looking well, and it's, you know, if you get out here and you take off running and you run two miles, you're going to sweat. But it's a it's that different kind of, it's that uh, sick, cold s- sweat, that sweat that comes from being sick. Yeah. That you feel that you, you just, I mean. It comes from your body trying to fight some kind yeah. of infection. And that's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. Um, and, and most people don't, you know, they, they can't. They don't want to sit through that and goodness i mean who blames them you know what i mean um that that would be very difficult to to go through and the same thing with alcohol i've seen i've seen people withdraw from alcohol the shakes the yeah the hallucinations the and it, it's all but but there you are again with something that's illegal versus something that's legal and people who withdraw from alcohol their withdrawals are horrible yeah it's you know it's just as bad it's just as dangerous 
and it's legal, you know? So, you know, I, I just, I feel like people get, like I said, people get hooked up, they get hooked on whether or not something's legal and it's, it's a matter of what something's doing to your body. Oh yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think, a little, I think of all the simplest the easiest solution to the drug problem would just be to, like I said, like you said, to legalize most of the stuff and make it safe for people to get hold of, but also to get rid of the stigma. Like if, if <clears throat> I would say if illegal drugs and super hard illegal drugs are treated more like alcohol, I do think you would see a lot of people start to turn away from these hard drugs. Cause I just, I can't, I think the thing that I can't believe that so many people seem to believe is I'm just like, people can't want to live like this. Like that's it, and and in my experience, they don't. Mm -hmm. Like these people who take these drugs have like they really don't enjoy their quality of life, and they really want to change. They just don't feel like they have any options, and that's the saddest part. Is like this, you almost if you're so hard anti drugs, you almost have to trick yourself into this belief system that these people have chosen to live this way. And and at one point, in a way, yes, they did. Like, they, yes, there are certain points in these people, most of these people's lives where you can see there's a turning point where they, you know, maybe made some bad decisions mm -hmm. and they have, that have led them down this path. But at some point, you know, we're all human beings. We all make poor decisions. I don't think making poor choices should necessarily condemn you to being a, a lesser person. Right. But I just, I, I do, I agree with you. I think it's all a stigma. It's all, a, and the... An illusion mm -hmm. we all tell ourselves over these illegal drugs crazy though it is although i have to say and no offense i love you so much mom cocaine is the stairway to heaven in my experience <laughs> at least in my small experience with it this is the stairway to heaven that's at least also what i was told by another comedian although he took a lot of crack i he told me i know you were you were a a good egg. I've never had the desire, ever. Um, you were, like I said, you were a good egg. You were a, a good apple. I, I can honestly say I've never had the desire, ever. In I was, any uh, way to, to... Mike, who came on the show, he told me, he said, you gotta try crack three times. Uh, no. He said, you gotta, I said this... Mike's full of shit. <laughs> Mike is very full of Mike, shit. Uh, yeah, he said, you gotta try crack at least three times just to get the effect. No, Mike's full of shit. We're, yeah. no. That's a good way to say, that's a, a good way to piss mama off. Yeah, so, as no. an inmate, and well, I was about to say as someone who is a corrections facility, that was one thing I wanted to get into. Was like I'm sure you have a lot of, a lot of interesting stories, especially over the last couple of years, where police work it feels like has been under the microscope at least more than ever in my lifetime. Well, not you guys as much, because most of the time once they get to jail, people kind of lose interest, right? Um... The, um, you know, I mean... Let's start with, like, what's the worst, like, inmate-wise? Like, let's just say bad behavior. Because, obviously, you know, no one wants to hear the, the sad stories, obviously. Well, I mean, you know... But, like, there There are people that we get in there that will... You know, we have violent inmates that will start fights with other inmates or um, fight with uh, officers, that sort of thing. Um, we have a, a lot, honestly, right now, a lot of, um, you know, the mentally, um, unstable people from, you know, where they're, 
doing away with a lot of uh, like mental hospitals and, and stuff like that. Um, and and you know, a lot of a lot of those um, folks need um, some kind of special care. Yes, you know they 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 legitimately need some some help. Um, you know, they're, they're, I don't think jail's necessarily a place for people in that situation. Um, I know that it's not safe for them to be out in society where they could hurt themselves or hurt someone else, but I don't think that jail is the proper place for them. Um, so that's kind of a tough, that's just a tough one. Um, and you know, then we have, uh, people who could just don't care, uh, you know, um, don't care if they, who are institutionalized and have been in jail since they could be in jail, you know, went to juvie and been, just been in jail and out of prison and just, uh, it doesn't bother them to go to jail. doesn't bother them to spend time in jail. So they, uh, they think they're owed something. And I would assume they are typically the worst behaved of the inmates is the ones who they ask you for something and if you don't immediately drop what you're doing and get it they're gonna you know break the kiosks and they're gonna pull the phones off the wall and they're gonna flood the cells and they're gonna you know it's you're in and this is gonna go on probably all night long they're gonna tear their mats up and they're gonna flush their blankets and they're gonna and, and literally this is gonna go on all night long they're yeah. gonna beat and kick the doors and this is and all this has happened to you. They've you've seen people oh, yes. do all these things. Yeah. What's the worst, like, let's say worst thing you've ever seen? What like a, an inmate do to another guard? Like, nah, because I don't think anybody's ever been like attacked up there. You know what I mean, like sta- stabbed or anything, have they? Not that I'm aware of. No. But like in sense of like something that you were just like you and all the other guards were like, I I can't believe you just did that shit. Uh, <laughs> like, like, I can't believe wow. you just did that shit. Well, I mean, we've had guards, like, hit. Um, probably um, had feces thrown on them. Why? Like, yeah. with their hands? Like, pooped yeah. in their hands and threw it at them? Yeah. Why? What was the reason? Um, just angry because they didn't get something they wanted. Jesus, was there? So, what is like? What's the protocol for that? What do you do? Like, if you get hit with a piece of shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what do you do? Like, I mean, do you like? Are you, you are you expected to step back and try to immediately? Well, I mean, generally, yes. You, you because you you're you go clean yourself off. Yeah. Um, while the rest of your friends handle this? Yeah, uh, that's usually the way it goes. Um, at that point in time, it's, you know. Yeah, you, I can't imagine I'd be ready to fight. Yeah, it's all hands on deck, and <laughs> you get every, kind of everybody up front and center, and you kind of have to have, you have to handle the situation in a bit of a different way. Because at that point in time, you know that whoever you're dealing with is ready to there's uh, you know all the stops have been pulled and they're you know they're going all out so they're going doing everything they can do yeah how often do people get spit on um 
Not a lot, really. Um, really? No. It, That's it's, kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, and generally, when, when something like that has, you know, we get people that come in there, and, and if they're fighting, or so most of the time, it is generally right when they come in because they are high or drunk or angry or right when we're booking them in. Yeah, that's um, when you get the most resistance. That's when they're volatile. Um, they don't want to be in there. They think they shouldn't be in there or something. So that's generally when most of our problems happen is right there at at booking. I mean, but uh, <laughs> I understand that there are we do have those few. I was so glad you were not working that night. I went to jail. That was awful. Me too. <laughs> but I did spend the entire night crying. It was a great it was a great time for me. I was about to say, I can speak and from firsthand experience there. This is not an unpleasant place. And I feel like I got to a much bigger space to myself than most people did there. Yeah, it's not. Um, I don't know. I look at it and think, I don't know how somebody could no. return because I could not. Well, I have not been back. I know. <laughs> no, blame you. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I did not. I was like, hey, you know what? Once was enough. Yeah. This was awful. No, I just, I can't believe you worked there 17 years. It's been a long time. It's been, you've been a, in there for forever. For forever. Speaking of forever, right? We all, uh-huh. you grew up in, you grew up with a wild family. That's why I always tell everybody is I grew up with a wild family. And you had me when I was, you were, what, 19? 19. You were 19, dad was 20. What a time to be alive. Yeah. So I'm sure you have... A lot of stories from when long you were time ago. Trying to raise three boys. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You guys now. were easy though compared to your sister. <laughs> yeah, that's a one thing I wanted to ask you about. Like, the di- what's the difference now? Because we always, all three of us, all three of the guy, the boys. Because I have three brother, two brothers, and two sisters. One is a step stepsister, but uh me, Logan, and Noah always wanted a girl. Always wanted a daughter, like a, a sister. And then here's the thing that's carried into me. Like everyone always asks me, like if I was to have kids, I always have wanted a daughter. Yeah, you think that? Always, I always have yeah. wanted one. I always will. Yeah, the the guys always want a daddy's girl, but good grief. <laughs> she's but she's a teenager now and a full blown mm. teenager. Because like, I remember we were all so excited when you said you were having a girl. We were like, yes, finally. You guys could sit with your little Tonka trucks and your Legos and your <laughs> cars. And I could clean the house and shower and you would be right there the whole time. <laughs> Good grief. I couldn't even pee. Mom, 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 mom. Her fingers under the door. I just want you to watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Mom, watch me. Watch me. Watch this. Mom, watch this. Oh my gosh, can I pee? Couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. Oh my gosh. And it's only gotten worse, the older she's gotten. She was so sweet when she was little. (laughs) Like, obnoxiously in your face, but very sweet when she was little. So tender-hearted. That was was everyone's favorite thing about her. Oh my gosh. She was very loving. If you, if you were hurt they, and... You couldn't get rid of her. 
she knew you were hurt. She was crying and she just couldn't handle it. Oh, I just love him so much. She just couldn't handle it. Now. <laughs> just a, a lot of attitude, huh? Oh my gosh. The, I can't. Can't handle it. No. I mean, she's got the teenagers. She's got it down and she's tall. And I tell That's mom. That's what blows me away every time I see her. I'm like, yeah. she's so tall. I tell mom all the time. I'm like, if I acted a fourth of the way she does, I am don't know why you didn't kick my ass every day and i would have been completely fine with it like you should have beat the shit out of me every day and mom's always like you did you did and i'm like okay well you should have beat the shit out of me every day yeah yeah you the older you get the more you like that's one thing i've always noticed is i'm just like man you know what maybe we all like maybe we are all get slowly getting softer because there's just things i'm just like i feel like i would have got fucked up for this oh my god <laughs> like, brooklyn's so different though like, she's yeah. completely different than Olivia is. No attitude, no, like, nothing. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You can't say, if you walk in Libby's room and you're like, hey, how was your day? She's like, oh, my God, fine. Like, you can't, oops. Yeah, got that teenage angst, bro. It is ridiculous. It's because, meanwhile, Brooklyn's just, Brooklyn's like a child soldier. She's just happy to be sleeping on yeah. the couch. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I've never, uh, me and Sam, obviously you keep trying to convince, we just got engaged, and my mother keeps trying to convince us to start to have one child of our, of my own. No time like the present. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted a daughter. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of the, sometimes the attitude that comes out of these 10-year-olds, I'm just like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe just, maybe this is good. Maybe this is fine. It's They're sassy. It's different when you have the baby, though. The little baby. See, here's the thing, though. I always wonder. You don't think that that would that they would get jealous? Because here's the thing. They have a baby at their dad's house. That's different. Like. Why is it different? I don't know. It's just. I think I feel like it's different. You know no. I mean? Like, it's just a different relationship. I don't. I think they're old enough now. I feel like your relationship with your dad is different. You don't compete for your dad's affection. I think they're old enough now. That they it wouldn't they would not get jealous no no you don't think now so. I think that they probably get jealous of each other when it comes to their mom but they're the same age yeah that's true um, well I know that's true yeah I've but seen that I've when seen it that comes color. to the baby I think it would be more See, I of agree. A I think you're right wanting to take care of the baby because that's how you were with Olivia you were never jealous or anything you know you just wanted to take care of her and help and feed her and you know, once once they get so old, it's not it's, it's not, not ever anymore. never a jealousy. See, issue. that's what I think too. I like one of the things is like I talked to Jasmine about like they fight a lot more now. Like me and like me and Sam have talked about that like just in the last year. So like they started they fight with each other a lot more. And Jasmine asked me if I thought that was about me, and I said no, I don't think so. I said I I said I would agree with you. Like, if I felt like it was about me, I said, but I don't. I don't think they feel like they compete with me for their mother's affection. I said, because I'm very much, like, I don't care. I, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't bother me. None of that's ever bothered me. I said, so, I said, I think it's they compete with each other mm-hmm. for me and Samantha's affection. I said, and also, they're just, I said, because I remember what it was like with Logan. Right. Like, me and Logan were always. Just a part of being brothers. Yeah, I said, I, I think it's just a part of their, you know, I mean, they're going into puberty. That's... They're the, exactly the same age. They're around each other all the time. I'm like, I feel like that's just. And that's This probably... is the way it's going to be from now yeah. until they get to about 18. And that's probably the 
difference in boys and girls as far as siblings. Yeah. Brothers will fight, whereas Brooklyn and Olivia never did. You know what I mean? They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They shared everything. They didn't fight over anything. Whereas me and you, Logan tried to kill each other, especially Logan and Noah. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was ridiculous. Like I always thought. Me. That's what I always tell people. I, I told Sam that. I said, "Real." I said, "I talk about me and Logan." I said, "But me and Logan got to a point where we just kind of stopped." I was like, "Where we just kind of like stopped annoying each other." I said, "Because what happened was Mom had Noah, and Logan started tormenting Noah." <laughs> I was like, "So." Well, with you, Logan was the younger sibling. Yeah. With Logan and Noah, <laughs> Logan was you, so he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, I'm just, I just not going to bother Kyle anymore because he can want my ass, so I'm all about this little shit. So, yeah. <laughs> he's doing. It was ridiculous. So, good gr- I don't even know how Noah... Learn to walk because every time the little guy stood up, Logan would like shove him down, and I'm like, Logan, can you please stop, stop shoving him? What is wrong with you? Good grief! And they're still like that to this day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Is they started. Their relationship started that way, and it has. That's what I told Sam when she was like, they just used. They fight so much. She's like, they're used to just like. Sleep in the same bed together. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Be happy that you had like eight, nine years of peace. I said, because Logan started tormenting Noah the second he could stand up. It's and ridiculous. It has not stopped no. since then. They kill me because Noah's in his bedroom playing games, and Logan's out on his computer <laughs> playing games, literally in another room, playing the same game against each other, screaming at each other. <laughs> Fuck you, Logan. No, fuck you. No, I'm going to kill you. Well, bring it on, bitch. I hope you die. And I'm like, what? You, the two of you are screaming at each other in separate rooms. And then they get, they they come upstairs. They'll take a break and come upstairs and get something to eat. And I was like, I fucking had you. No, you didn't, bitch. I fucking killed you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Just stop. Just stop playing. And yeah, no, I can't. Good grief. Mom, no, you call me a bitch. <laughs> well, he said he wanted to kill me. And I'm like, would you two please shut up? That's how it sounds in my house right at the house right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I, that I do understand. Now, who is this? It's Joseph. Joseph, say hi. He won't. All He's right, fine. My stepdad just walked in. Old Joseph Johnson. Old Joe Johnson. For the people, for the people watching clips. Fucking done. <laughs> going to jail. Fucking going to jail. Done. Done. Me and Sam were doing that shit all the way to Tennessee to each other. It was just me and her in the car, and every once in a while, I'd just look at her and be like, Sam, and she'd be like, well, I'd be like, <laughs> done with you. <laughs> done with you. Going to jail. Yeah, no, the boys He does like that when we fight, too. Lindsay! I'm like, oh, listen. You can do that with them. Don't pull your fingers out on me. You put, you put your fingers away. <laughs> you put your fingers up right now, mister. Sir. Yeah. I'll not have it. I will not have you point at me in that tone. Yeah. <laughs> you put those fingers up. That's how I'm going to do it from now on. I'm like, hey. I heard that. Yeah. I heard what you said. They don't have to say it. And I'm like, hey. Don't you talk to me like that. No, I always... It really does remind me of Logan and Noah because every, the smallest things just snowball into the most thunderous argument. 
I'm just like, this is about a sock. Yeah. Why are you all hitting you know, each other? Logan and Olivia are a lot alike, though, when it comes to the attitude. Because Logan has an attitudinal problem, too. Like, you can't <laughs> say shit to Logan. You're like, no. hey, Logan. He's like, what? You know, like, he's... Oh, and yeah. Noah's Logan's like, a, chill. Logan's a whiny bitch. Noah's chill, easygoing, <laughs> happy about shit all the time. <laughs> okay, mom. You know, like, he, hey, how was your day? Like, totally fine. <laughs> and I'll go say, hey, Logan. And he's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, you know what? Why don't you and Libby go catch a fucking movie together or something? Like, it's it's ridiculous. She does Here, get... I'll say something. I'll be like, hey, hey, Logan. What? And Joe's like, and I'm like, I don't. Did I sound rude? And Joe's like, all you said was his name. What do you mean do you sound rude? And I'm like, why? Well, I, I, I don't know. What he's, I don't know how he's feeling. I get I understand both those, though. I can be both those. Got a knock on his door, and I'm like, Logan. Because I'm scared he's going to, like, throw a shoe at me or something. I was just going to tell you dinner was ready. And I he's mean, he's like, what do you want? Get out. Like. What a. What a time. And I can't believe you have to deal with both of them still. I can't believe Noah's so old. He's so tall. Mm-hmm. Blows me away. Almost 20. I know. He's he'll be he's like a year away from being able to legally drink. 20. He's not a drinker, though. No, but neither is Logan, really. Well. On occasion. He, like, Logan will drink. Like Logan's not a beer guy. I mean, he'll do, like, bourbon. He'll sip bourbon, but he's not a... I don't know if I've ever seen Logan drink that much. He no. doesn't. He's he'll, he'll just sip bourbon or, like, do a shot here and there, but yeah, he doesn't... A, he doesn't get, like, fucked up. No, and he's definitely not a beer guy. I don't like beer. None of them. He, no one ever did either. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. That, I must have... I thought, you know what? You all poured all the party gene into me. I think it's an age thing. Because as soon as I, like, listen, nah, as soon as I was legally, like, I don't like being around people. But I'm like a social chameleon. You can put me around people and eventually, like, just give me about 15 minutes to, like, kind of fill out the vibe. And eventually I'll be like, all right, I know know how to act here. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't, I think it's an age thing, I swear. Because when I was 21... Was not a beer person. Really? Like, when I was young, no. It's more of a liquor? Well, like, mixed drinks or something. But the older I got... I guess that's true. The older I've gotten, I've gotten more into beer and stuff like that. Samantha's the same way. She was, she was like, when I was, like, 22, 23, it was always vodka. You always wanted the foofy shit? Yeah, she was like, it was Oh, my gosh, vodka. can I get, like, a Cosmo? <laughs> <laughs> they did say, say, you want a Cosmo? And I'm like, no, God, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. you, can you just give me a bush light, man? Yeah, for me, it's vodka. I can't do vodka ever mm. again. I had a real bad... That's a good question. What are the what are the alcohols throughout your life that you have, like that you just can't fuck with anymore? Because everyone has them. I mean, it's vodka. Okay, all, all vodka. The first thing I ever got vomiting drunk on was screwdrivers. So, and I don't like orange juice, so I don't even know why I was drinking screwdrivers. Oh god. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I don't know why I was even drinking a screwdriver. Did it die? 
for several reasons. Um, because vodka tastes like asshole and because orange juice tastes like asshole. So mm, figure that out. Um, so I'm, Lindsay doesn't do vodka either. Uh, I, vodka's not a good time for the same reason. I was also drinking screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. But now it's orange juice with Sunny D. And that's the even sadder part. Ruined Sunny D from me forever too. Yeah, I, I can't. Ah, so orange juice. Yeah, Lindsay cannot. I, I just, I can't do it. And, uh... Can you do tequila? Not anymore, no. See, I had me, a really horrible experience on tequila, and I didn't get up for, like, four days, because... I, never, I just never liked tequila, but when me, the summer me and Samantha first met, that was Hunter Stewart's wife. But when she introduced us, that was her big drink was tequila. So me and Sam both were drinking lots of it. I just yeah I'm pretty sure that I had some sort of alcohol poisoning at some point on tequila so uh, the, the night I decided I couldn't drink tequila anymore was I got to Hunter's house here's the thing is that the picture you laying in the bathroom floor yes <laughs> so I got there and here's the thing that whole first part of that summer was just me trying to catch Samantha at the same events as Hunter and Mandy because like I'm not a social person I never have been like I don't go out and party often the few times i do go out everyone acts like it's a monumentous event because i've decided to come out of the house so i spent like a good solid portion of my winter spring and summer going out to the bar and everything people see way more of me than they were accustomed to so i got there and i mandy caught me with like three immediate shots of tequila (laughs) and i had brought with me a bottle of Red Stag, a bottle of, half a bottle of vanilla, Jim Beam Vanilla, and then like a nine-pack of Michelob Ultras. So I killed the Ultras in between two more shots of tequila, started on the Jim Beam Vanilla, mm. and then finished the entire, I know it was a reverse, I had a whole bottle of vanilla that everybody else helped me finish, and then I finished the bottle of Red Stag by myself with somebody else. That's by the end of that night, that was, as soon as I stood up, I was sitting by the campfire. Sam didn't even show, end up showing up to that, so I was just there, drunk by myself. That's probably a good thing that she didn't no, see you drunk like good. that. Yeah, it was yeah. probably a good call. Because I told, because she was like, I was supposed to go to that, and I didn't. And I was like, Oh, I know you're supposed to go. That's why I was there. And I, as soon as I stood up next to the campfire, it was one of those situations where you, as soon as you stand up, you're like, Oh, I've, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I have. Like two and a half bottles ago. Yeah. I, I, have, I fucked up. Yeah. That's how I felt. I, and then there's nothing you can do. Because everyone else had been giving me shots of stuff all night. So I'd had shots of clear liquor, shots of brown liquor. I'd been drinking beer all night. So And as soon as I stood up, it all hit me. And I was like, oh. So like an hour and a half ago, I should have stopped drinking and still probably got sick. And that's the sickest I've ever been was that night. I passed out in the bathroom floor and then passed out on Mandy and Hunter's couch. And when I woke up on the drive home, I had to pull over. Like, these people were, like, had to park their trucks or they were going hunting. I pulled over behind them and just <laughs> threw up for a good five, ten minutes. And then came home and had the worst hangover of my life. It's terrible. The first hangover I've ever had was that. That's the first hangover I've ever had. The worst hangover was probably on Labor Day, though, last year. We went over to the kids, their dad. He had, like, a Labor Day party, and I got fucked up over there. Hangovers. Mm. <sighs> hate them 
Yeah, I mean, this is a new thing for me. That's how here I am at 26. You're like, hate them. I've had like four. And they just get progressively worse. Oh, I hate them. Your dad never got a hangover. So um, I'm sure you were hoping you were going to get his gene. Uh, well, Joe is for the one most of those part, I, I do. I, Sam gets hung over a lot. Joe's one of those people that doesn't get hangovers either. Um, he has, he it has to be bad for Joe to get a hangover. Yeah, if and I if I have that's what Sam says. She says if you're hungover, I know you were fucked up. Yeah, she's <laughs> like I know you were drunk. Yeah, that's how Joe is. But I can't. I mean, of course, it's getting a little better for me. Uh, the older I get, the better I get. Um, but you know, I I would say, but I not. cannot do liquor. Really? No. And just immediately? Like, I just can't. Can't do it. If I stick to beer, I'm fine. If I drink any liquor, I want to go get some shots. And if I'm in any way, shape, or form talked into it, the next day I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Joe's like, where are you going? Fuck bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I very rarely get hungover. I think I've only been hung. Truly, I've probably only been hungover three times. A time coming home from Mandy and Hunter's, mm, a little bit the day after the 4th of July, and then Labor Day. 4th of July weather wasn't that bad. I can't count the number of times I've been hungover. Really? Like, I literally cannot count. There's There would be no See, I wonder what that way. is. I wonder, like, because Sam's the same way. She gets hungover all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah, there would be no way for me to count. Like, but I'll tell you what one of the problems is with me. When I drink, I smoke cigarettes. The mm. only time I smoke cigarettes. Mm. And you talk about a daggone headache the mm. next day. Shoo, See, buddy. That, that gets me. I, I'm, a, I'm the same way. If I'm drinking, if I drink a lot, I will chain smoke. And it does not matter the cigarette. Like, if I can find somebody who's willing Ew. to give me cigarettes, I will fucking, I'll be like, Ew, all right, I cannot do regulars. Everybody, even drunk, I'm like, you don't want these? And I'm like, no. See, for me, the the big one is ultralights. So the one that Grandpa smokes. Those are the ones I like when I'm drunk. Used to smoke. Used to smoke. The ones that Grandpa used to smoke. But yeah, those are the ones I really like. But I'll smoke anything. Honestly, what I really want is what I really want when I get drunk is a cigar. But that's not always readily available. I smoked one of those in Gatlinburg. But, yeah. So. We used to go see Rick Satterwhite, which was... Joe's best friend, God rest his sweet soul, and he would get to drinking, and he would say, "Lindsay, give me one of the menthols." No, give me one of the menthols. <laughs> and he would take a pop, and he would say, "Good grief, how do you smoke these nasty son of bitches?" But he just keep right on. Just keep up. I, that's how it is. <laughs> He cough. He was funny. Hunter Stiders. He was my he was my music trivia partner. We call uh, each other. He'd call each. Hey, Lindsay, who is this? Who sings this? What is this song? All the time. <laughs> who is this? Who sings this? Listen, listen, listen. He called Joe. Joe, Joe, where is she? Where's that bitch at? <laughs> Joe says she's right here. Oh, put her on the phone. I picked the phone up. Who is this, Lindsay? Who, who is this singing right here? Oh, he gets so mad. I'd always get it right. Oh, son of a bitch. He'd get mad. I'd say, I told you you ain't gonna stump me, Rick. <laughs> you ain't gonna stump me. 
Uh, did you see the... Have you seen any of that George and Tammy show on Showtime? No, is it good? Uh, me and Sam watched the first couple episodes of it on Paramount, and it was pretty good. I, I'm not even a big George, like, either fan of those, and I like Joe and I were debating. I think you guys would like it. My thing is, I'm not a big Jessica Chastain fan. She kills it. She does a good job. Now, but he, Michael Shannon, is killing it. Does George Jones. Killing it. We might have to watch it then. Yeah, I'm just not... I think you guys would really like it. Especially considering that Joe's like, favorite movie of all time is... Walk the Line. Walk the Line. So, Which is not George Jones, but whatever. It's a uh, um, No, I'm just saying it's a similar kind of movie. Like, it's kind of like that. Yeah. I, I'm i just not a huge fan of hers. Never have been. Really? That's... And she's in one of my favorite movies, but... Jessica Chastain? What movie? Lawless. Oh, yeah. She was in that movie. But one thing we talked about way down in Gatlinburg, me and the boys' dad, and something I want to bring up to you is like injuries, like things we've seen. Like we we used to get hurt as kids. <clears throat> and that's what I told him. I was like, we were injury prone. I told him by the time I, I stepped on the nail and it went through my foot, which was awful. That God, that I, I always remember that because I always tell people, I'm like, it's not like you see in the movies. Like when you people step on a nail and they're just able to pull that shit right out. I'm like, no, nah, shit comes out of your foot. That's what sticks in my memory. It was like, cause I pulled that out and like tendons and all kinds of shit came right out of my foot. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh no. You were, I remember when you were little and I had that marble top coffee table and you were like playing on the couch. I had my legs up on the couch watching TV and you were like playing between my legs and the back of the couch. And I set up to get the remote off the table and you like, fell and your butt hit the couch and you laid back and your head hit the table and I was like oh no 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 and I like picked you up and I was like oh are you okay are you okay and you were just like get off me let me go <laughs> and I'm like let me go I want to play and I like put my hand on the back of your head and I was like okay love you go ahead and you were like me you pushed me away well I, when I moved my hand there was blood on my hand and I was like <laughs> well then you realized there was blood on my hand you're like ooh, what's that so then you like started playing and like paint and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I picked up the phone and called Mom and Dad. And I was like, Dad answered the phone, which is. Never good. No. He is, and I was like, Dad. He's such a, you know what? Sam always tells me all the time. She's like, you're so, she's like, you're super calm. Like, you're, you know, like you never lose your cool But you're so dramatic. He <laughs> is not. He, and I must get it from him. <laughs> That's not, where it comes not from. Not good in a fucking crisis. <laughs> that man it's a all. dramatic bitch. Of course, you, I'm talking, you were like. Little, little. Two or three. Yeah. So, first grandchild, for like, you know, so ev- the sun rose and set in your asshole. <laughs> but I'm like, Dad, Kyle fell and hit his head on the coffee table. And he's like, do what? I said, there's blood everywhere. And he hung up on me. <laughs> and I was like, hello? Hello? Well, fuck. So I just throw the phone and I'm like, oh my God. Well, at this point in time, I'm trying to catch you. And you're like running down the, ho- the, the, the all over the house, like stringing blood down the wall. There's blood, little bloody handprints everywhere. And I hear, I mean, mom and dad lived in Vienna and I lived, we lived in town. And I hear, like, 40 seconds later, he had to be doing 150 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. He was moving. Like, he pulls all the way up to the back door in, like, a humps over the, the parking thing, like, into the backyard, all the way up to the back door. 
boom, kicks the door open and stops because he sees all these little bloody handprints. And he's like, all the color leaves his face. <laughs> Mom walks in and she's like, Lindsay, where's the baby? And I'm like, ah, I'm trying to catch him. And he keeps running away. <laughs> so, he keeps running away. <laughs> he keeps playing. There's blood everywhere. There's blood all down here. And I was like, I thought he's dying, Mom. Why is he running? So she finally gets a hold of you and she's like, okay, let's get him to the to the sink and we'll clean this off so we take him to, we take you to the sink and we're like spraying it and cleaning it cleaning you off and stuff. you're still like hey, look at all this blood <laughs> we're still trying to clean you off and dad's like go take him to the hospital go take him to the hospital go take him to the hospital put him truck take him to the hospital take him to the hospital damn take she was like oh my gosh tom is fine and so we get in the truck and get to the hospital and they put liquid band-aid on your head that's it that's it, it was a gut probably about that big. that's it She's like, just so you know. Um, Cuts on the head bleed a lot. Head wounds bleed a lot. <laughs> not, not that it's not okay that you didn't bring him, that you brought him out here. It's fine. Are you saying? But I mean, I was like, seriously, you just, all you're going to do is put liquid Band-Aid on that. And she was like, oh, that's, that's you know, it's just a oh gosh you know it's okay though and i was like oh my gosh and you just wanted everybody to leave you alone like oh my god where are my toys like you didn't give a shit yeah you're like this is i was like this is ridiculous no uh i'm trying to think little did you know the all the injuries we would all suffer later on in life i broke my arm which i think was the first big thing that yeah. happened in south why all you guys every Fucking time you were in South Carolina. Yeah, Every time. Something tragic always happened. Yeah, and your dad let you lay overnight. Yeah, it was great. That was so, that was the best part. Is that I broke my arm, and now like just kind of broke my arm, like couldn't use it. Like, yeah, like broke the shit out like, of it. Like my arm wasn't functional, and we just laid. And me and dad, and dad was like, "Well, can you?" It move? was like spaghetti he armed. Said, he said, "Can you move it?" And I was like, "I mean." Define move. <laughs> like, it was like fucking. Like, can it? Can it? I you physically had, move it around. Like a gigantic hump in it from your fucking bone. Like it was malformed. And then, well, and then they said it wrong in the hospital in South Carolina, which is something that my grandmother has never let anyone live down to this day. So I get back here, and I've had a cast on all summer. And I missed football season. They finally cut it off, and my arm's fucking crooked. And I mean significantly crooked. Like, there's a little arch in there. Which is, was the problem when they, when you went to the hospital, there was a large arch in there. It looked like that right there. (laughs) That right there that you're talking into. That arm right there, that was your shit where it wasn't supposed to bend. (laughs) That was a great... Mom, Mom, I got two elbows, and Dad won't take me to the hospital. And I was like, um, I was pretty. You know what? I will give myself confidence in that. Even at like, I think I was a boy's age, about nine, ten. Yeah, you were little. Even at nine, ten, I was I was very confident. I was like, I'm pretty sure this shit's broken, dude. Like, I was like, I mean, well, you fell off the bike, and you were like, well, I'm. I heard it snap, and I'm like, Chris, I think he's gonna have to go to the hospital. I mean, it's he's got two elbows on one arm. It's not that bad, Lindsay. And I'm like, um, if I can see it through the phone, it's pretty bad. I was like, I, I listen. Oh yeah, they, then they took dad took me to the hospital the next day. I'll never forget the look on his face. And they're like, no, that's a that's a compound fracture. <laughs> like he's his arm is like broke, broke, bro. And uh, 
I'm trying to think if I stepped on the nail. That also happened in South Carolina. That really fucking hurt, though. I'll never forget that. Noah's fingernail got pulled out of his. Oh! Yeah. For what was it? The the cart, the um, yes. shopping cart. Yes, he stuck his finger. No. That was me. That was you. That stuck my finger under the cart. And yes. Pulled my, pulled the skin. Noah's was ear in ear. the door. That was, or no, was that Logan? That was Logan. I got that. Yeah, I can't. You kids, I can't handle. <laughs> so for to for reference, uh, how old was I when the finger the cart happened? Well, you were small enough to fit under the shopping so cart. I was four or five, let's say. Three, four. Three, five in that area, I would say. Yeah, probably five or so, yeah. So I was still either an only child or you were working on Logan. Logan was was gesticulating, if you will. If Logan was here, he was a baby. A baby, baby. So I am the bottom rung of the shopping cart, so everyone knows. The bottom rung where you put your sodas. Where you're never it. supposed to put your kids. Yeah. We, we let him get there. Yeah, I was riding under there. And I don't, I will never to this day know why I stuck my finger underneath of the shopping cart wheel, but that is a choice I decided to do. And I'll let y'all know, those shopping cart wheels are fucking sharp because that shit sliced right through my finger. I mean, it hit my finger and it was immediate. Took the skin right off. No problems. It was awful. Your entire fingernail was black. Like, (laughs) oh, it was horrible. Now, the Logan one, I don't remember. I don't remember this. He, y- your dad was in the bathroom, and... I thought this was Grandpa that did this to him. No, 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 grand- that's the toenail. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. I don't remember that at all. But I've heard that story a thousand times. Yep, that was when Dad went to work, and Logan followed him out the back porch, and the door was really uh like you had to push it open because it was so uh it was it would drag the ground the Mm -hmm. carpet on the ground oh this here and this and logan was standing right there at the door and dad couldn't see him and he pushed the door open pushed it open on his toe and it rolled his toenail back and dad brought him to me holding him like this and well, he was like i didn't see him i didn't see him and i thought dad ran him over yeah so i was like like it's the best and part of the story. Logan was limp. That's the best part of the story is that Logan, obviously, and I'm sure, God, I can't imagine how much it hurt. Yeah, like he just went limp. Yeah. Uh, so, but Logan, him bringing you into Lo- Logan into your interview, and like, I didn't see him. So you think, and my mom's sitting there thinking that her dad has just run her son over with the fucking car. Well, I don't, I mean, I'm like, he's like trying to hand him to me, and I'm like, I don't want him. No, him. You know, like, you don't know what hand I mean? Like, my dead son. Yeah, like, I, 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 I and I'm like, I couldn't say anything. Well, nothing. Well, and then I'm... Afraid. And Dad's like, here, take him. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I... And... And then you realize. Yes. You know, Lo, and then, I mean, Logan's kind of... At that point, I realize he's kind of crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like... My foot. He... he I opened the door on his foot and I looked down and he... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his toe was, his toenail was literally rolled like a sock. Like, you roll a sock down your leg. And, of course, I'm like, and I can't fucking, I can't. I'm not good. Can't. See, you missed the the nail through the foot story. I didn't even go to the doctor for that. We just toughed that shit out. That makes sense. (laughs) You probably needed, like, a tetanus shot or something there, dummy. (laughs) That's usually why people go. We We just toughed that shit out. 
But uh, it was me and Logan. We were down in, I can't remember why, where we were, even in South Carolina, where we were living. But we were just, like, running through. We were running through somewhere. And, like, I will never forget the feeling because I, it was, like, one second you're running. And then the next second I was, like, oh, wow. like Searing pain. <laughs> searing pain. And Logan was the only one there with me because we were with Mikey and Savannah. But they all obviously just kept running. And it was Logan turned around and was like, what's wrong? Logan comes back in time to watch me at, I think, about 13, 14, re- reach under my foot and just pull out not only the nail, but the innards of my foot. Now, Logan's was, probably like, man, cool. <laughs> That's exactly what like, Oh, man. Logan was, that like, yeah. Logan was like, That's pretty sick. <laughs> And I'm just like, I just look up at Logan, I remember, because I was just, like, holding my foot together, and I was like, what do I do? (laughs) I can't scoot home on my ass. (laughs) I don't even know what what I'm supposed to do here. I just kind of, like, stuffed that shit in my shoe, and I was just like, I'll just run home, I guess. And I just bandaged that shit together and just waited a couple weeks. Came home from Indiana, took the bandage off, and I was like, all right, that seems to be all right. See? I don't know. I guess I can't send you guys anywhere. Yeah, Logan, your dad was in the bathroom, and one of you, either you or Noah was standing in there talking to him. And probably Noah, that was his thing. And Logan came to the door and put his like leaned against oh, the door. With his, yeah, the, and like Logan. the the hinge side of yeah, the door, and then, Noah shut it and pulled his fingernail out. Oh. Well, that reminds me of like when I was when we were going trick or treating, and like I had my hand on the door van, and Noah went to shut the door and just like basically broke all five of my fingers. It's insane. It felt like I did that to myself. <sighs> like went to shut the van, I'm like and like caught my fingers in it. Like it's horrible. <sighs> yeah, we've all had just such the worst time. Well, then there's Noah, you know, who tops all of us. Almost died that time in South Carolina. I mean, literally almost died. Not even like an exaggeration. Ten minutes. I asked the doctor and he said he maybe had ten more minutes and he would have, he would have been dead. That's wild to me. Skull fracture. Yeah. Uh, We were playing baseball and he was standing behind Mm -hmm. me and I didn't, everyone always asked me, I didn't hit him on the swing. I had turned, it was like when I was letting the bat go and I caught him right here. No. Yeah, right through Mm-hmm. Right in the side of the head. I mean, it just hit him perfect. And I remember the first 30 minutes of that it seemed like he was going to be high. Like, it was just like, ooh, that's just going to be a bad bump. He, he, never, he never had a bump. No, he got, he did. He developed a bump for a second. And then... Because he, he had that brain bleed. Dad came home. Yeah, because Kate called your dad. Yeah. And he said, and he was like, and for a little bit, we were like, looks like he's going to be all right. And then he started throwing up. <laughs> yeah. Your dad and we said he, like, he's not going to be all right. Your dad said he took him home. And when they pull it, when he pulled in the driveway, he threw up. And then he said when he threw up, he backed out and took him to the hospital. When we got him to the hospital. He was completely lifeless. Yeah. And then when I when he came back up here, I took him to a neurologist in Indianapolis, and they said that would be the strongest part of his head because that brain bleed would calcify, Uh and it would almost be like a second part of his skull. Yeah, 
I remember that. I remember you told me that. I remember the most nerve-wracking part was when he got better. What? Because he was little. I mean, little, little. He was probably six? Yeah, I mean, he's still a child. He would go up to the playroom and he would run around and it would give me a fucking heart attack. So I was just like, please don't run into anything. <laughs> like like Logan did when we when mom and dad still lived in yeah. Vienna. Yeah. And you were playing games in that chair and they the dresser, the chest of drawers was behind it and they pulled the top drawer out. Oh and Logan God. jumped and cracked his head. That was and Logan Logan, unlike me and Noah, was a very dramatic bitch as a young child. Logan was like, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> it was like blood pouring down. I don't want to die. And you were like, you're not going to die. And we took him to the hospital and they put one staple in it. And then I remember when the staple had to come out and Papa oh took the God. staple remover. It was like, well, let's just use this. And I was like, Dad, I don't know, it's the same kind of staple. And he was like, yeah, it is. Clunk, clunk. And, <laughs> and was like, ah. And it was sticking straight up. And I was like, Dad. And Dad just jerked the staple. Yeah, yanked that staple out of Logan's head. That's one of the few times I did feel bad for Logan. They just y'all just held him down while Grandpa was just like, ah. I was like, well, at that point, time it had to come out. Yeah, I mean, you had half a state. You had it barely dangling. Lord Jesus, crazy shit. So it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride growing up with the, yeah. the three of us. I feel like I had to take Noah up to that neurologist and they put those look because he was so little they put those they were going to put him through that ct scan machine <laughs> and they put those like foam things right here on his head to hold him still <laughs> he couldn't hear anything so when they put them on him he was like and he wouldn't hold still and they were like you're gonna have to hold him still so i was like laying there like it's okay honey it's okay and he got ready to go in that machine and he was like and he started to get in there like you're gonna have to get on top of him and hold him still and i was like you want me to like lay on him they're like yeah you're gonna have to get on him and lay on him and i got ready to climb on top of him and like lay down and he was like no mommy and i was like yep (laughs) you heard him yes you're fucked because I was not going to, the sheer terror on that child's face. I was like, I'm not holding him down. I can't, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Of all the things he went through at the hospital, the fucking CT scan, that was what really he got him. He was not having it. He was not a fan. They like shoved those things down and he was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not holding him down. But I was like, okay, let's just lay real still and quiet and see who can be the quietest <laughs> he finally did but i was like yeah if he's not if he don't hold still you just ain't fucking you're gonna figure something out because i ain't fucking holding him down sorry so i feel like he was very a very sweet kid so he's very easy to get along with well he just he'd been through enough and i was like not happening not he was <laughs> not like, no, happening no mommy please and i was like okay i won't <laughs> nope <laughs> sorry he said all right well he said no and then we had olivia and she had a thyroid issue and we had to take her to Indianapolis. We never could get her to take a pacifier till we took her to Indianapolis. And that woman, they had these pacifiers that were all rubber and she stuck that in her mouth and Joe saw what drawer she got it out of and they left the room and Joe was like <laughs> and shoved a bunch of them in the diaper bag. <laughs> he was like, if she's going to suck on it, I'm going to take a few of them. <laughs> he said, hey, 
We don't roll with what works. I don't know what we're paying for her to be here, but we bought we've we've bought those pacifiers. <laughs> like good grief. <laughs> so worth Only it. pacifier she would take. Worth it. Worth it. No. Who's the funniest out of all of us? Would you say? Because it's a very it's a hard question because everybody has very different senses of humor. Yeah. Logan. You're all, you're all funny though. Logan's very dark. Logan has a very dark sense of humor. You're all funny in your own ways, though. I mean... You can say me. It's okay. But you're all funny. (laughs) But it's the... Noah does, like, the best impressions. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I mean, it's ridiculous. Logan, Noah really does do good impressions. It's ridiculous. Logan's got a very... I think Logan's got a very, like, awkwardly dark sense of humor. I don't know where that comes from. It kills me. Downstairs. He's always like, Mom, I got a joke for you. And it's like a Holocaust joke or something. And I'm like, Logan. No, son. You're like, don't. You're like, you told anybody else that joke? Please don't say that. Come on, it's funny. No. <laughs> Come on, it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> but here's the thing. Logan has the darkest sense of humor, but I would also say Logan's probably the smartest. Walt. Yeah. You called him that since he was little. Yeah. Because he always wants to argue. No, that's not right. He's two years old. Now. Now. <laughs> Logan is, yeah, Logan has always wanted to argue. He's always been the debater. That's why, like, me and him, that's what, when we went down to South Carolina for Poppy's funeral. That's what Noah said. Like, we got into a giant political discussion, and I was just like, so I told Noah, I was like, I had had way too much straight. You shouldn't let me talk to Logan. <laughs> Mm-mm. I can't. Him and Mama. Mm-mm. Him and Lisa. Mm-mm. Nah, him and Lisa would be the best. I've just kind of let go. That's the difference between me and Logan now. Is I've just I've let go. I'm just like ah, I give up. I'm surrendered. Lisa will argue with you. That's who he gets it from. That's who he reminds me of. That's who that reminds me of. That argumentative streak. It reminds me of Lisa. I mean, I'll argue, but damn. There comes a point where I'm like, okay. Yeah, I always feel bad for Brianna. I'm just like, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. I was like, how would you not just strangle him at points? And she's so quiet. He must not He must not do that to her. But I, I don't understand how he could resist. It's just who he is. Like I'm just like, I feel like he has to do that to you just as much as he does to the rest of us. It doesn't matter what it is. No. I, it doesn't matter. How are you not just like... <laughs> right? <laughs> At some point. Logan, you took a shit yesterday. No, I didn't, Mom. Logan, yes, you were in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. No, I didn't. And I'm like, I took a picture of you going in there. No, that wasn't yesterday, Mom. The date's on it. I Well, then your phone is fucked up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, fine. <laughs> is he... he will argue. I, I, here's the thing. If you were right, he'll come back. He'll come back to be like, actually, you were right. My bad. Yeah, it, that, <laughs> but, 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 I mean, there. it's never, it's never okay. Yeah, it's it's, never like, he, he's never going to let it go. No. It's ridiculous. Noah's the, I always ask her the nicest one is. Noah's the nicest. Mm-hmm. Noah's the sweetheart. So I told Sam when she asked me to describe the three of us, I'm like, Logan's probably the smartest one. Like, just basic knowledge. I was like, I'm probably more intellectually intelligent than Logan. Like, I probably think on, of things on a deeper level than Logan does. Like, but Logan is, like, 
this has the most knowledge. Like Logan, I said Logan will know more useful shit than I will. Well, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I was like, Logan will have more useful information than I will. All right, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to say he's smarter, but I'm saying you're you're definitely like, you would definitely have a whole lot of like, hey, let me tell you this. And it's not going to amount to a hill of beans. No. You're going to be like, oh, really? Yeah. It's not going to matter. Nah. You're going to be, you know, hey, I learned something new today. But. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said. I was like, I have lots. I like, I know lots of things. I know lots of big words. Like and, tidbits. Yeah, little tidbits of information. Yeah. Like, whereas Logan will have useful shit. That little gems. Logan will tell you things that you'll be like, that'll be handy later on in life. Yeah, let me hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep a hold of I'm that. I'm like, don't get me wrong. It'll come with lots of sass. But Logan will tell you some, like, has useful information. Knows how to do some some shit. I know how to do shit now, too, but most time you're just going to get useless bits of information. I'm going to be like, hey, did you know? I don't, I think you're all super smart. Because I can't do any of the shit any of you do, so. Well, we can't do what you do, but I, I don't know. I'm, I don't do anything. You're a jailer. I don't know. See. I couldn't let it, I couldn't let someone spit on me and. Not no, I don't them. let them. <laughs> I don't let them. <laughs> yeah, That's true. You did kill that guy that one time. I did not. <laughs> Good grief. You know what you're talking about. Always open with that. You did kill that guy that one time. No. All right. We got some fun conversational games. Mom, we'll do some would you rather. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. All right. Would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Like, would you be rather be like a conversational wizard or would you rather be able to sing? Sing. Me too. I feel like I, I feel like I am pretty crafty. That's the thing I have is I'm, I'm very like conversationally smart. I'm very I can work my way around a conversation. That's where I, that's what it is with me and Logan. I feel like I'm very smart in the sense that I can work my way with words and like very literate and intelligently conversational person. So to me, being able to sing is I'm just like I like I guess I in a way I feel like I have a silver tongue in a, a lot of senses. But there's just singers get away with so much shit. If you can sing, you can get away with so much. Like sing your way out of it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so, I mean, oh, well, I, damn. I mean, yeah. I mean, legitimately. She's really sorry. I mean, listen. She Elvis, sang the shit out of that. Listen, Elvis Presley <laughs> married a 14 year old. Nobody says it. Nobody says anything. Or it says anything. You don't know why? Because they're like, I mean. Because, I mean, listen to him. Can you hear him? I mean, listen, listen to that boy. Yeah, it's fucked up. Same thing. Listen, there's been rumors about Michael Jackson molesting kids forever. You don't know why nobody says anything? Because that motherfucker can sing. <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly, same way. They should bury R. Kelly under the jail. Ignition smacks. It's so good. It's such a good song. All the time. He's got the remix. He's hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> I just can't help myself. People always tell me I shouldn't be able to, I shouldn't listen to R. Kelly. And that's the ultimate to me, that if you can sing, you can get away with some shit. And all singers beat their wives, all of them. Well, not, not all of them, 90% of them. The large majority, which I don't know what that's about. Do you think they sing while they do it? Girl, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in your mouth. <laughs> and you're gonna forget me. <laughs> That's terrible. 
That's not funny. It's a little funny. It's not funny at all. It's a little funny. I'm gonna run you a bath. (laughs) 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 No, it's like we watched that. I just same recently I'm going to watch that A Star Is Born movie. And that whole movie is about Bradley Cooper being pretty and being able to sing and getting away with all kinds of wild shit that you would not be able to get away with otherwise. I haven't seen that one. It's a great movie and it's super sad. I heard. But he does all kinds of shit that I'm just like, you know, you see he couldn't sing and he wasn't Bradley Cooper. You wouldn't get, she wouldn't put up with none of that shit. <laughs> Everybody's t- always talks about good. I don't think he's that hot. Bradley Cooper? I'm just. I, I don't think he is. He's not like, he's not like Chris Hemsworth hot. You know what I mean? Like, he's not like yeah. ungodly pretty. He's just. Like, I think he's got an earthy prettiness to him. You know what I mean? He seems like he would, t- he seems like a nice guy. He seems like he's the kind of guy that you could, you know what I mean? He's like a nice fella. So he's you're saying he's like regular hot. Yeah, he's regular people. Like hot. most people hot. Yeah, he's regular regular people hot. Like I feel like if with enough dedication and work, I could look like Bradley Cooper. Like yeah. normal yeah. hot. Yeah. Not like where the fuck did like, you come from hot? Yeah, not like not like you know like Joe Magnella hot. Who you're just like, all right, well that's just unattainable. Well, I mean, what do you want from me? Like, not human. Yeah, like. That's just gene- that's just good genetics. There's nothing I can do there. I can't grow three inches and you know what I mean develop a mane of beautiful black hair. I mean, what's happening with his <clears throat> physique? I mean, I would assume now that he's older, probably a lot of that is something like something I always bring up to people when it comes to celebrities. A lot of that is just they have lots of money. You know, what I mean, they have the money for like a nutritionist and a chef and. All that shit. But still. But still, I mean. I mean, damn. That's that's nonsense. That is that is an insane amount of genetics. I would say the same thing about Chris Hemsworth, though. Like every time I look at him, I'm just like, God bless. Like still, even like when you don't even he, look like a real person. Like when he plays Thor, like damn. You don't look like a real human. Like his body, <clears throat> it's ridiculous. I don't even know what's going on there. I don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, like, one of the things I always find, like, you're super attracted to Jason Momoa, but I wouldn't say that he, body-wise, ever looks like that. He's more of, like, a bulky, you know what I mean? Like, he's never, he's not fat, but he is. When he plays. He's not as chiseled, I would say, as the other two. When he has to be, he is. But even as Aquaman. When he does, um. Even as Aquaman, Like, when he did Conan, Conan, when he did, uh, you know, when he has to be, he is. Um, but as Cal Drogo, when I always think of him as Cal Drogo, he's, I always think he's more like, he to me, he's always more like thick. But like he's that, not chiseled. And I think that, I think that. That's one thing I like about him, though. Is that he's, he's thick. He's, he doesn't try. No. To, uh, he's, he's, he is what he is. You can he's tell not, he's not, he's not like trying to look like The Rock. Where he's, he's, he's fucking gorgeous, though. Good grief. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, he's a very thick man, and I, I respect that as a fellow thick man. I, earlier we were talking about addictions. It's like very unhealthy. How much, you, how many videos you watch of him? And it's just a very unhealthy addiction. I love Jason. He's one of my, he's, he's a, one of my fav, one of my fave homies right now. Although I gotta say, I have a giant man crush on the dude that plays the Damien Damon right now from House of the mm. Dragon. I love him. 
I didn't even know who he was for the show. And I was like, this show, this dude's great. Well, I knew who he was because of Morbius. That's true. But I'm a Jared Leto fan. Yeah, that's true. You do like Jared Leto. Oh, that's one of beautiful. That's one of the ones I always find interesting from you is I just really. Oh, beautiful. I'm not a big Jared Leto guy. <laughs> we would listen. <laughs> I would tell a story about Jasmine. <laughs> okay. We were at a, <laughs> we were in Salem at a, <laughs> at a, like a music festival. Okay. <laughs> this band was up on stage and they were playing like 90s alternative. So both of their guitar players had like long hair. Um, the whole thing. Right. <clears throat> you know, it looked like 90s alternative band players. The shtick, if you will. Yes. So um, she's like, oh, I think that one over there is like super hot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, he's okay, I guess. I'm like, but they're they're both really young, you know? So I'm like, this one over here is kind of cute, I guess. But he kind of reminds me of Jared Leto. And she's like, I said, I think that's why I think he's hot. And she's like, well, who's Jared Leto? And I'm like, you know, the guy that plays Morbius. And she said, the black guy from, um, from Matrix. <laughs> and I said, do you think that little bitty long-haired white guy? He's like Morbius. I said, no. <laughs> no, Jasmine. I'm not talking about Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> it was like eight foot tall black guy. No. <laughs> she said, the guy from Matrix? <laughs> Her thing is Morpheus is the best. Oh my God. And Lindsay had had quite a few beers. And of course, I laughed so hard they about came up. I mean, it was... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, would you rather be lost at sea or lost in the woods? Lost in the woods. I agree. Being lost at sea sounds terrifying. Yeah. I feel like lost in the woods, you have a better chance of survival. Yeah. You can build shelter. You can find I know the things, things to eat. I know the things I need to survive in the woods. Yeah. I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do out no. on the ocean. I'd be like, oh. There's no shelter. There's no way to find shelter. There's no, I mean, you're pretty well fucked. If you can't fish, good luck. What are you going to fish with? That's a good point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 feel like, I feel like if you're lost in the woods, you have a much better chance of survival. Would you rather travel into the past or into the future? The past. Really? Yeah. For me, it's the future, no doubt. But I just want to get far enough to I, space travel is a thing. I just want to have a spaceship. That's it. If I travel into the past, can I change things? That's the question. Like, if, if you change stuff, is it going to butterfly effect in this bitch? Like, your thing's going to, like, is there a ripple? You would never know. I didn't say you could get back. I just said you had to go. Do I pick how far back I go? I mean. Yeah, you can pick how far back you can go. Probably from, past But you're then. stuck from there. Yeah. Because oh. I feel like even if it did ripple, I can make a much better ripple for you myself can, and my can, family. You could improve the past. Right. I, I could improve my future. Yeah, you could you could back to the future this bitch. Right. That'd be cool. Uh, would you rather be deaf or blind? 
For me, it is Blind 100%, but only because one of my favorite superheroes is Blind. As a big Daredevil guy, I'm just like, I feel like I could figure that out. <clears throat> I feel like I could figure that out. Boy, I was gonna, I was gonna agree, but at I just first you're like, but then you think about all the things you'll never see again. It's tough. That's a tough one. Um. Wow. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's hard to think about because uh, I, I always think of like. I'm, I'm. I don't I'm, know if I could ever live without music. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with deaf. You gotta be deaf. I'm gonna go. i go with deaf. I guess I would. Probably, honestly, I'd probably say deaf. Because I just sunsets are like my favorite. Thing. I can't. I don't know if I can give up the ability. Yeah, to I see. can't see losing my eyes. I can't. Just oh yeah, that yeah. was spooky. I know. I can't see losing my eyes. I feel like you would lose your mind in constant darkness at some point. I mean, I think you would, depending on how old you were, if, like, say you were born blind, you never knew anything but blindness, it would be normal. You know what I mean? It would be a normal thing. But I can't, like, right at this point in my life, if I was going to be blind or deaf, I would have to pick deaf. I don't want to lose my sight. I mean, I don't Yeah, I guess I would have to say I would rather lose. I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah, I'll, I'll go blind, like Matt Murdock. Mm. I feel like yeah, I feel like I can get more done with my eyes. All righty. Well, let me plug in my computer here. So now we're gonna turn on the big TV. Oh boy. <clears throat> Jasmine warn you at all? Fitting to get serious. What? Does Jasmine warn you at all? What kind of videos I show her? No. Oh God. Oh Lordy. So hopefully this will come on. There it goes. Are you a trivia champion? Uh, no, we're going to be having. We're going to be doing a trivia tournament. Someone else will be the turn of the trivia champion. You? You want? Oh, you want in on this? You know, there's hot sauce involved, right? <laughs> this is what it looks like on my end minimized look it's Hunter it is Hunter alright I can't trying to manage both see if I can see all this There you go. All right. Usually I have my laptop for this stuff. This is Norm the Pig. BDSM. Now he spent most of his life as like a, a bank clerk. 
I believe. Alrighty. And he <clears throat> first met a lady that was way older than him when he was like 16 who got him into it. I guess he got super deep in and then backed off. Mm-hmm. Became a bank clerk and then ever since he retired has been super in deep the whole BDSM thing. But I showed wanted to show you and I showed Jasmine this and I'm gonna show you. These are what you would call tit cups. Got things to do today, so can't sit around all day sitting in his tit cups. So here we go. There's one tit cup off. So I guess what he does is he leaves those on his breasts long enough to make them like female breasts. And also, something you'll I'm sure you'll notice here that everyone else, all the other females notice, perfect, Finger, perfectly painted fingernails. Fingernails, yeah. Yeah, perfectly. I mean, perfectly painted. Here on the center, his tattoo says Miss Talon's Cuckold Property with a little chain. He's got a dog tag. I'm still confused why he wants female boobs. Uh, because he's a pig. This is snout tattooed on top of his head. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I am a pig. And in the vein of super weird shit that I, I have found doing the, this show on the internet. Save that for last. Okay, that was just unpleasant. Okay, well, there's another video that I, I can't seem to find again where he makes his own, like, version of fries where he, like, pisses and shits in the bowl and eats it. And that's a pretty wild video. But what's the point? Uh, I think the point is, like, he's told to do this by, by some woman in his life. Also, the evolution of his tattoos for me is a super follow thing. Like, in the video where he eats the poop, it doesn't have the tattoo on the top of his head, which means he's continued to do this as he's gotten older. Now, this here. This is one of my faves. One of your faves? Oh, yeah. Just because I find I find the, the point of this all very fascinating. This and the next one. Because you said you're scared of horses. Classes just the same as real horses. 
These events are very competitive. Just like a regular horse show event, we end up with some crashes and wrecks. People go down over the jumps. So, <clears throat> what do you think? My favorite thing about all of this is that they're just out in a field somewhere in Louisiana. I think they're dumbasses is what I think. Why? They're just living out their kinks, living out their life. Their kink is to... Pretend to be a horse. The competition gets pretty crazy sometimes. Oh, I'm going to be this is the blindfold obstacle course. Boys are going to be blindfolded. I don't like the blindfolds. That's probably my least favorite part. Cause any faults, I mean, well, I mean, the for me, it's the description of the outfits. Underneath this this particular harness that I'm wearing now, uh, it's not really meant for pulling cars or anything. It's only purpose. Is to hold my tail because my tail is five pounds by itself, which is quite a bit of weight. So, yeah, that's what it's about. The tack, as the uh, the pony equipment is called, uh, is a very essential part for most ponies. But it's also very important to adopting that role and being able to change from her outfit aspect to. The pony aspect in a headspace kind of way, like really getting into character. Right. So looking the part is a big part of playing the part. Yes. And when it comes to pony tag, it's a lot about individual expression. I love all her outfits. I get. Well, this is the even better one. The kinks. I get people having kinks. I don't. I can't wait to see this first off. Before we get into this next little bit of weirdness on the internet. Based on a video game. Great video game. The Last of Us. And it's got my man Pedro Pascal in it. He was from uh, thousands of years. Game companions. Yeah, he was uh, Oberyn. The world over. He's also the Mandalorian. One of my favorite characters. Oberyn. Yeah. Love him. He was my favorite character until they made his head go sploosh, and I was sad, and then I was a big Tyrion guy. The Dinkles. You know they're making another another Game of Thrones show, right? About Jon Snow. About our yeah. my man, your man, our no. man, Jon Snow. I wonder what it's going to be about. I don't know. Pretty excited, though. Pretty excited to see John Snow again. John Snow. John Snow. I'm going to stop watching it. Do you think Oberyn. he's going to go by John Snow? Or do you think he's going to go by Targaryen? Damon Targaryen. I mean, he knows who he is. Aegon the Fourth. I don't know. Probably John Snow. Just to avoid any confusion. I just don't understand. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so, so mad when he wasn't the king at the end. I was like, how fucking dare y'all brand the broken tease me like that. But a growing number of people have taken their affection for man's best friend to a whole new level. 
Human pups are a hidden community of ordinary men who lead extraordinary double lives. Kyle. Yeah. What in the actual fuck? Like. Logan, Logan was so severe on this. Logan was like, I don't believe in the death penalty. These people should be hunted down. These grown men covered doggy treats. They have owners and everything. This is. This is like, worse I, somehow than the pony stuff. This is where, to me, this will always be worse. This feels more intimate. This is ridiculous, is what this is. Like. And sweet toys. This is. He's not even. First off, he's not even in character. Well, like I said, this is this this is. I don't know how this can possibly be. A kink. Yes. Who knows? Like, if you want to wear some sort of mask or something like that, then I'm gonna say that you're you're then you you put a mask on your face. You know what I mean? Like you have your significant other put a blindfold on you or something like that like this is this is ridiculous to me this is the extreme this is like i would feel like this and the horse thing is like borderline bestiality like this is like some bestiality tendencies this is fucking ridiculous that is some deep trauma right there. That is like, so you want to fuck a dog yeah, or you like, want a dog to fuck you? Yeah, like, like, what are you, what are you, what are you getting is, out there? That is deep trauma, what we just heard right there. It's called abandonment issues. This man says, this isn't the CD activity people thinking. You are wearing a gimp suit, yeah, sir. I mean, excuse me. I have questions. Fearing scorn and ridicule, most have kept their doggy alter egos secret. Until now. This is the best part of this video. Of course, it's in England. This will always be my favorite part. He is walking. Two grown men. I think I would just immediately assume that this is a sex thing. You know what I mean? Well, what, they're claiming it's not. No, I don't think they, I don't think they're claiming it's not. And my thing is, I'm a little more concerned about the guy walking them. Yeah, like, dude, not, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, you people can see you. That's what always concerns me is I'm just like, they are covered up. No one knows their identity. People can just see you and be like, is that Tim from accounting? Right? Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, you will never bag my groceries again, yeah. you fucking weirdo. I think it jollies things up no end. More than area. Oh, what is actually going on? Oh, I love how everyone genuinely even the dog is like what the fuck is happening reaction to the public it's been brilliant absolutely brilliant they've been really sort of receptive of us warm and welcoming i'm come back every time this is this is me this is who i am we try to bring people out more get people to come out to more events and to do more things like this in public 
And then we save the best for last. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, as you can see, this is some kind of poetry slam type thing before we get really going here. Okay. This is going to be, you're going to see a room full of... Weirdos. Yeah. Well, I, what always kills me is I'm like, this is this place is packed. I mean, this is a lot of people. For whatever this lady promised them that she was doing. Well, right now it looks like she's opening a can of some sort. Yeah, Logan's big, uh, Hunter's big joke was they're all millennials, so she's teaching them how to use a can opener. Right. <laughs> he's like that. He's like, that's what, he's teaching them how to open a bowl of spaghetti. Holy smokes. Holy shit, that's what That's that, how that works. Oh my God, dude. No way. That's how my mom gets the spaghettios out of the can. Wow. No way, dude. She has this phone that has this weird rotary thing on it, too. Can you show us how to? What kills me is that she's poorly showing them how to open she a camper. She is struggling. Yeah. This is the, I mean, this is a lot of struggle with a can opener. Like, she should have popped for the, like, $30 can opener. Yeah, you should have went with the, yeah. some a little more technologically advanced, my girl. takes a significant amount of time so we're gonna move ahead a little bit when she actually gets the, the spaghettios open and pours them into her little pan my favorite is all the people here the different swaths of teenager in this this little room I still haven't figured out what she's saying or what like what this part's supposed to be. But it's clearly some kind of slam poetry. I can see the one kid, one of my favorite faces of this group of kids. First off, this poor fellow. <laughs> he's got a camera and everything. He looks like he's here on official capacity. And he's like, why the fuck is the school papers in there? This is ridiculous. 
you know, someone in there is like, Sarah's hot, but she's not this hot. Yeah, well, that one girl, like, hid because she was laughing. Oh, and here we go. You've been waiting for the shock and awe because you knew it was coming. thing I've noticed more than anything here is that she is like three, four fingers deep off jump. And that is, that is the no stretching, no warming up. Is no, she peeing? Nope. Not bullshit. She stuffed that shit up in there. That's what she did. She stuffed what shit in there? She stuffed that, whatever that black stuff was, inside of her vagina. So I'm trying to tell you, right here, that's what impresses me, is she's like four fingers deep. No lubrication, no nothing. And I'm like, that's impressive. That's the most impressive part of this video. Because, I mean, that's in there. That is in there. Like I said, that's like a whole hand. No lubrication, no nothing. Oh, I don't feel like she should have ruined those jeans just to do that. No, but still. That girl got excited. She was yeah. like, oh, this shit is getting wild. <laughs> he said, what? Well, just... everybody there is like, what the fuck? <laughs> everybody said this went from this. She this... fisted herself. It's got real wild real fast. Then my favorite part is we gotta take our shirt off real quick. She gonna shove it up there too? <laughs> gonna roll it up in a ball and stick it up there with it? Yeah. Now she's gonna wipe all the stuff that just came out of her. I mean, you know. As you do. Need to clean up. And then she just leaves. Without saying a word to anyone about what that was, what it was supposed to be. Look, he's like, what? <laughs> the genuine shock and awe this video gave me. Hunter Stewart found this. I don't know how he found it. I don't know where he found it. But the genuine shock and awe it presents me. Sometimes. I'll just never be able to get over. Well, I think I would have asked her why she didn't shove that shirt up in there. Yeah, put that in there too. Keep all that stuff in there. Gotta, because it's clearly gonna fall out. Yeah, I mean you gotta seeing as how you just stuck your whole hand in it. Well, I don't have all my other technological oh there's norm. So it There's nothing norm about Norm. No, he's a very he's a very cold man. With really big eyeballs. Oh yeah. Alright, let's move this here. See if I can get to actually get this done. Norm's got some some strange things going on. Um yeah. In his life. Yeah, I don't... he's he's a very interesting man. Yeah. That's to say the least. Alright, mom, how we're gonna we're gonna finish this thing off. So we're gonna we're gonna rank some chips. Chips? Yeah, some chips, if you will. 
because I'm a big food person. I like, I quite enjoy food. I don't know if you like food as much as I do. Well, I clearly like food. So, figure this is something me and Logan had an interesting discussion on. Mm. We'll do this one. Snack list, if you will. Now, this works. We'll delete this row, and then we'll just put an F row. All right, and then you rank them pretty much accordingly. A being the top, and then B, C, D, and F being the middle. And now we, we I will take it more as like a brand, less as like a chip specifically. We could do like lay, like flavors of Lay's. Like that's what me and Logan did. We did flavors of Lay's chips. Okay. Obviously the top tier for me and Logan, like my favorite one is probably barbecue. The barbecue Lay's are just chef's kiss. But I figure we could pick out of these, like Doritos, Cheetos, all that stuff. We could rank. And first, we'll go with Cheez-It. Where would you put Cheez-Its? Out of all of that on that screen? Yeah, because I like it. Where would you put them, like, rank them up here? Like, if you had to say, like, A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D, F. Mm. Like regular flavored Cheez-Its? Or just Cheez-Its in general? Just Cheez-Its in general as a snack. All right, I'm going to say... I would say B. They're not my favorite thing, but I'm not... I'm, yeah, I'm probably going to say B just because, like, um, health reasons. You know what I mean? Like, they're healthier, I think, than a chip. Yeah. All right. Well, not only that, but the white cheddar Cheez-Its yeah. are some are delicious. They're good. They are super delicious. Uh, what's your favorite kind of Cheez-It? Um, I like white cheddar, obviously, but I like the spicy cheddar, too. Yes. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a partial to a good Cheez-It. I do like the white cheddar. I think they're pretty uh, good. What about like Lay's, just in general? Yeah. The, um, Are you a fan of Lay's as the chips? <clears throat> not 100%. But I'm, I'm going to go with probably D for D. me. Yeah. Now, I have to remind people, these aren't these specific things. These are like the brands, so like all of the Lay's flavors. Right, yeah, I'm still going to stick with D. B, you say? D. D? Yeah. Um, we'll balance it out because I like Lay's, but not as much as I like like other things. Like Pringles is my shit, really. I'm going to go for a flavored chip. Uh, Cheetos. Are you a Cheetos person? Nope. First off, are you a... No, you're not a Cheetos person at nope. all? Don't like Cheetos even a little bit? Nope. See, I'm more of like... I agree. I'm more of like a D person. I have to be in the mood. I can't... I'm... I mean, if it's like starve and die or eat a Cheeto, yeah, I'll eat a fucking Cheeto, but no. Just never been into them? What is it about them? That's I, a hot take. I heard, I know a lot of people like the spicy Cheetos. That's The flaming Hot Cheetos, that's what everyone ate when I was in Olivia school. loves them, like those flaming Hots, but I just don't, I don't know. I just don't. That was everyone's move. That was everyone's go-to move. I just don't when like I was them. in high school was the, was the flaming Hot Cheetos. Never have been. All the kids like the... Uh, like those Cheetos puffs and shit. I just don't like them. I don't know. Never have none of them. I was a I I, I like the crunchy Cheetos on, but then again, it's on an occasion. What about Doritos? Um, you know, it depends on the mood. Like you said, I mean, I'll go with maybe like a C for Doritos. Yeah, I'm a I, I'm a big Doritos guy. I would say B for me on Doritos. 
I like the Doritos a lot, but I, there's a few flavors I can't get into. Like I've like the classic nacho cheese flavor. I've never been a big fan of. For me, it's Cool Ranch or the spicy sweet chili. It's. I mean, um, Doritos is very hit and miss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Pringles. For me, this is easy. A tier. Um, no question. Pringles are the premier chip. I'll, I'll stand I'll ten go with, toes <clears throat> down on that. I'll go with B. I can't do A. Pringles are good, uh, but I can't do A. Yeah, I'm a Pringles guy. I love the shape. I love the flavor. All of it. Yeah, I can't. For me, A is going to be goldfish. Goldfish? Yeah. You're a goldfish person? Yeah, I think they're good. Really? That is a shocking A for me. I, oh, I think they're so good. I like them, but they're more like a C-tier snack for me. Like they have snack. like just the right amount of salt and crunch, and they're just really good. What kind I don't of, have to have like a sandwich or anything with them. I can just eat them by themselves. See, that's how I feel about Pringles. Is I, I don't need a sandwich to eat a Pringle. Like You give me a pan of Pringles. You can just eat them by themselves. Oh, yeah, especially like, a, like the southern sweet southern barbecue Pringles. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'll just kill that whole can by myself. Yeah. No, uh, any particular flavor of goldfish? You um, classic goldfish lady. I'm pretty good with any of them. I mean, I just think they're good. I like them. I like them. I, I like them a lot. I do. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> I do. Uh, what about ruffles? Um, maybe D. Yeah, I would say with Cheetos, whereas well, I have to be in the mood for ruffles. Yeah. Ruffles is the chips I go to if there's no other chips available. Yeah, they're all right. I'm going F and Takis. Yeah. I hate Takis. Mm-hmm. I've always hated them. I think they're Disgusting. garbage. I think all of you who like them are your garbage Yeah, as they well. should not even exist. I don't even know why they exist. Why is that even a thing? Yeah, I wouldn't feed them to the fucking rats that live in the gutters of New York City. <laughs> like, I would feel sorry for the rats. I would feel bad for those rats. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, I had to have one more thing for you. We're going we're gonna to play a little... Bugles. One. I didn't even know those still fucking existed. God, bugles are... They're okay. They're disgusting. You hate bugles? They're fucking gross. Well, I mean, what what the fuck is a bugle? I'll tell you what. Here's a snack that I would put A tier, no question. Combos. It depends on the combo, but they're they're pretty good. The pizza ones? Pretty good. Oh, the pizza ones. They're like, again, mean, they mean, have like the just the right amount of salty on the outside, and then you bite into it for like this... Like little tasty surprise. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, a tasty surprise. That's a perfect way yeah. to put it. I would say I put combos at A, but especially the pizza combos. Pizza combos are just a tier above. They're just yummy. They're good. Well, that'll be it. That's there you go. There's the tier list right there. Goldfish at the top, Cheez Its and Pringles at B, Lay's and Doritos at C, Cheetos and Ruffles. Takis down at F. Takis should fucking be flushed down the toilet. I would say combos up there at A probably as well. Bugles should be flushed down the toilet. Yeah, bugles are awful. Just go ahead. Fucking disgusting. Who like who started the bugles trend? You think? I don't know. Why would you ne- like? The only thing I've ever done with bugles is put them on the end of my fingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you put them on your fingers and play with them. And you're like I'm Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that's the only thing they're good for. You can't fucking eat them. Speaking of Freddy Krueger, we have a, a game here called First Team All Dime Piece Mom. Oh, okay. You rank your top five people like a first team of a basketball team. Oh, okay. We're gonna do horror icons because I figured you'd get a kick out of that. Alrighty. But it's like a draft. Once I pick one, you can't have them. Well, that's Once not you pick fair. one, I can't have Okay. Them. So, I'll have the Google machine ready in case you run out. But who do you want to, who is your first pick? I'll give you, I'll let you go first. 
And Pinhead. Pinhead? Really? I have to think about this. My fucking classic. <clears throat> they just released a new one. You he saw was, the new one. I did. But he was epic. He was calm. He was cool. He was badass looking. Let me see if I can find my cursor. <clears throat> Old Pinhead. He gave no shits. Look at him. I mean. Old Pinhead. Who is, who plays Pinhead in the first one? He was the ultimate. Who is this? The actor. Do you remember? I want to say it's David something. The actor who played the first Pinhead. Oh. See, all those guys are like really hostile and he just walks in and he's like. Just really cool and calm. Really chill. Yeah, I like Panhead a lot. I'll tell you what, I really liked the new one. You liked her? I did. I liked the <clears throat> Jamie Clayton version. It wasn't bad. I liked the movie a lot. I, but I have not. I wasn't into the first one, so I, there wasn't anything for me to dislike. For a female versus a male, she did pretty good. Well, I guess that they, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess female versus a male. I was gonna say I don't know if for the original being a male, thing. yeah, and them to remake it with a female, she did good. Let's see if we can get any of the twenty twenty two lines from Pinhead. This is a great. I think this was a great movie. Did you like the movie? Like it was the pretty new, good. The new. I mean, it wasn't bad. Because I know Hellraiser is kind of your thing, and my favorite horror movie will always be The Thing. She's got a good voice. You have Pinhead, so I guess I have to go with my the main, my main, my main village man, Jason Voorhees. I'll always love Jason. I think Jason's there's just something about him. There's just something so classic about about Jason. Something about the hockey mask. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I just like I like I like his whole his whole aura. The joke I always make like. I love watching them because they're super cheesy, stupid movies, but I've, I've seen them a thousand times with Sam because she'd never seen them really before we got together. And I was like, oh, I love these movies. And I always tell her, I was like, the big joke I always tell myself is that if you watch them through the mindset of Jason's a Christian, you know, he only kills people when they have sex or when they do drugs, doesn't kill any children or anything like that. I was like, Jason's just very religious. And he just, <laughs> he can't, he just, just trying to clean yeah, things up. I was like, that's why in the later movies, he gets brought back to life. He gets struck by lightning. God is on Jason's side. He's just trying to clean things up. Yeah, Jason, God is like, no, he's right. 
That's what the book says. Y'all fuck it up. I'm going to go with the classic and say Dracula. I mean, like vampires. Dracula. Dracula slash vampires. Yeah. I'd see there's a lot. I'm torn on vampire movies because they're very rarely scary to me. Like, very rarely am I afraid. So you want horror. Yeah. Like, horror. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, when it comes to vampire movies, like, you could, this could be anybody in the icon. Like, a, your horror movie. Like, I could pick Frankenstein, even though I well, get to see a Frankenstein movie that really scares me. I'm saying, like, in terms of, I think vampires are so interesting. Because I feel like it's hard to make them scary I think anymore. vampires started out to be... I think they were meant to be horror-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they were meant to be scary, but they've been very glorified. Well, and they've um, become... And, and part of it is, like, they've become more, like, tragic, almost. Yes. Um, so, I guess my... When I say Dracula... I mean, you're talking about like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, I'm like, talking about the Dracula that like Dracula that's evil. Right, the Dracula that is meant to be that you you don't. I'm not talking about the the glimmer in the sun Dracula. I'm yeah. Talk I, vampire. I'm not talking about you know the that sort of shit. TVD. Yeah. Shit. Dracula. Dracula. Right. I'm talking about the Dracula that everybody feared. Because he he fucking killed people. He's, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Left him for dead. Uh, I'm a big... Have you seen the new, the Dracula on Netflix, the series, the miniseries? Some of it. It's super good. The first two episodes are really good. The third episode's kind of weird. But it's super... It's a lot like that, where Dracula's kind of more of a... Mm-hmm. Like an, a true villainous character, right. most of someone you find yourself rooting for, and you're just kind of like, "Wow, this guy's kind of a monster." And I think that's what Dracula is. Yeah, like he, you know, there's no he. He doesn't. He's usually the bad guy. Yeah, Dracula doesn't give a shit about humans other than them being food. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I guess I'll go with probably my. Probably Leatherface. Because I think out of all the movies, like, even though I would say Jason, Jason is my favorite horror movie, like, icon, and my favorite horror movie is The Thing, like, with Kurt Russell. I don't know that a movie's ever scared me as much as the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. That movie gives me the heebie-jeebies. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this could happen to people. This movie's scary, scary. When he hits the dude with the sledgehammer, always fucks me up. Yeah. Like, the little hammer thing. Not ready for that at all. Those are all those movies are. There's a part in all those movies where you just get deeply uncomfortable. Where you're it, you're just like. <laughs> it's not, it's, there's and the remakes like there's several of the remakes that are shit. Yeah. But there's parts in the remakes where you're like, Bleh. like where he hangs the guy on the hook. Yeah, it hurts. There's just where you're like, Argh. there's parts in all of them that you just can't. Like no, please, yeah. no more. That's that whole Ed Gein thing. Yeah, Ed Gein's a lot. Yeah, which is where Leatherface came from. Yeah, 
Because most people don't know that man, a little, little, little tiny man in Wisconsin. Mm hmm. Little feller. Little bee feller. All right, tis your pick, mother. Tis your third pick. You have Horror. Three more. We have like Freddy, still Michael. Did you watch the new Halloween movie? Mm hmm. I did not like it. That's not my fan. Then I haven't seen the. The new new one. You haven't seen the end one the yet. Seen the new new one. Ooh, was not a fan. I've heard that from several. Yeah, was not a fan. Um, was not what I expected. <clears throat> I think that's the thing I I tell people the most is there's parts of it I like, parts that I don't like. It was just not what I anticipated, and it was not what I be- it was not what it, I believed it was going to be when it was marketed towards. Yeah, I'm, which kind of pisses me off. I'm gonna say. Just because I think the movies are absolutely brilliantly made. Jigsaw. Oh, yeah, they are brilliantly made. I, you know what? The later ones get a little convoluted for me. Like, the later you get into it and the more layers you put on that mm-hmm. onion, the more I'm just like, all right, this is starting to not make any fucking sense. But, like, the first four are awesome. At the end of the first one. Oh my gosh. A movie has never gotten a reaction out of me like that. When he just stood up yeah. at the end of the movie, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, he's been alive yeah. the whole fucking time. Yeah, you just don't expect it. There's so much of those that you don't expect. Like, I mean, if there's been movies that I absolutely could not predict, it's been those. Oh yeah, I, I have never had any of those. The traps are insane to me. Like... I don't know. I just. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that a lot. I'll go with Freddy. But that's because I'll pick Freddy. But Freddy to me is one of the most interesting and most underused horror movie villains. I love Freddy. But I think it's because I don't think his powers are fully utilized. You know, I think that I'm fairly certain is based on a true story as well. What? Freddy. Freddy Krueger? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember where from. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't either, but I'm fairly certain it's based on a true story. But yeah, I Freddy to me is so interesting, and I wish that Freddy's one of the few like classic horror movie people that I wish they would do a good remake of. Because I think there's so much you can do with that, so much you can do with the whole and the remake him they did chasing was you in your dreams thing. So terrible. Yeah, it was awful. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think who's still out there. There's Chucky. I'm going to say... I've never been a big Chucky guy. Um, I mean, as far as horror movies that scared me, God, I'm going to have to... Scared me? Well, the horror movie that... I'm trying to think of the horror movie even scared me the most. The horror movie that probably scared me the most... Besides Sice Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, that's the thing. If you're there, there. If you're talking about like classic, I'm talking about like just classic horror movie villains. Just villains, you know. I mean, hmm. Horror movie villains. You have Pinhead, Dracula, and Jigsaw. Hmm. 
Well, shit. Horror movie villains. Uh, apparently there's a few. There's like Chucky, there's The Leprechaun, which is a fascinating little movie series. It's always crazy to me to think that Jennifer Aniston is in one of those. Yeah. She's in the first one. Craziness. And she still looks exactly the same. Yeah, she still looks exactly like yeah. she did back then. Um... You can tell it's right before she got on Friends too, because she looks just like Rachel does. When she just like starts the first episode. Yeah, she got that hair going. Yeah, like that Rachel hair. I mean, looks just like her. And you're like, oh, so this is like right before Friends. <laughs> Boy, it's got Warwick Davis in it. I love Warwick Davis so much. He's so precious. <laughs> <laughs> is that the little feller? Yeah. Yes, yeah, we little feller. He's in. He's still doing stuff. He's in that Willow show on Disney Plus now. He's got to be old. And he's an older fella, I believe. Yeah. Which is shocking, because them little fellows don't seem to live crazy long. Oh, shit. Although Vern Troyer, like, just died recently, didn't he? Hell, I don't know. So I guess I live longer than anticipated. Gosh. I have seen so many horror movies. I can... Let's see who's out here. Uh, well, yeah, oh. I'll take Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter? That's He's a good one. one. Yeah. He is great in those movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly great. Truly unsettlingly scary. Yeah. He's, um, he did, a, he did a good job at those. Yeah. Well, I think he was kind of the perfect person to play that character yeah because i can't imagine anyone else being hannibal lecter like i can't imagine anyone else would bring because he doesn't do a lot in that movie Mm -mm. he just most time just stands there and talks to people but just the unsettling like it's like his face eerie feeling he gives you anytime he looks yeah at the camera and talks to you definitely the way he his eyes the way he the way he just looks, emotes, yeah. and carries himself. Not a fan. No, it's very, it's very uneasy. It's very unnatural. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins has just been living off that ever since he did it. Great actor. Anthony Hopkins is great. Very good actor. Uh, the one I'm gonna pick is I, listen. I'll do I'll do a thousand Bloody Marys, but I won't say Candyman in front of a fucking mirror to this day. To this day. Are we talking about Tony? Oh yeah, Tony Tubbs. The the original. That man gave that man you horrified me. Everybody. He fucking me murdered the shit out of those black women, and I was like, he, oh my god. He scared everybody. His voice. Uh, oh. His voice was so deep. And scary. He's spooky dude, man. And I listen, every time. The boys do that shit. They think it's funny because they haven't seen the movies. Me and Sam don't think it's funny. They be getting in front of the... Did you watch the new one? No. Not yet. It's okay. That's I what, mean, it's, that's it's not heard. bad. I've heard a bit of both. I've heard it's it's okay, and I've heard it's not great. It's okay. Um, I would assume it kind of goes in a different direction. 
A little bit, but I like that they had him back. Oh, Tony Todd comes back? Yeah. Okay, cool. So That was what know. I was worried about, that Tony Todd wasn't going to be there. And Tony Todd terrified me as a child. Still terrifies me to this day. Yeah. Um, yeah, the boys will say Candyman in front of the mirror all the time, and me and Sam are both like, "That's stop fucking, just stop it. Right. Stop, bro. I'm like, listen. Tony, There's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Todd comes out of that mirror. You're on your own. <laughs> I know it's just a joke to you, but there's no going back. Yeah, there's no going back. It was a joke to them, too. Yeah. <laughs> they thought, they it was, thought it was funny. Yeah, they thought it was funny, funny ha-ha's. Until <laughs> there was blood everywhere. Yeah, I was a, I'm was a big Candyman guy. I like the whole Candyman ethos a lot. So I have one more? You have one more. This is your last bit. Okay, more items. I'm gonna go with. I don't even have to see anymore. I think I'm gonna pick. I think that's a whole Wikipedia page of in this bitch. I think I'm gonna pick Carrie. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, if you piss her off, you're fucked. She <laughs> killed everybody <laughs> right? in that bitch, bro. <laughs> and she all she has to do is look everybody. at you. Everybody. I mean, that's the funny thing about the Carrie movies. At the end of the Carrie movie, you know, most of the time they're like, oh, she kills the boys. I'm like, nah. At the end of Carrie, she kills everybody. Right. Everybody dies. She got mad at one person yeah. and fucked the whole school up. Didn't matter. It, yeah, the whole thanks for the candy did not yeah. apply in that situation. She still fucked everybody up. Even the kids that weren't dicks to her specifically. She was like, nah, everybody died. And how do you know if you're going to piss her off? Yeah. She wouldn't talk to anybody. So how do you know what's going to piss her off? She didn't have friends. Yeah. You never knew. I mean, that was just damn. a bomb. That shit was just waiting to go off. You'd have to walk around with a smile on your face all the time. Hey, hi. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was, you could never ask about her mom. You could never be like, how's your family? Yeah. That would also make her mad. But you can't ignore her. Yeah. Like, you know what the fuck you're doing. I'm just hoping for the best. Hoping what's hoping to be like, please. Yeah. Please don't fuck me up. I don't want to be this one. I don't, I don't want to be the next one. Yeah, I don't want to be the next dummy. Uh, I'll go with Ash Williams because I love the Evil Dead movies, even the new ones. They're getting ready to release a trailer for a new Evil Dead movie. Let's see if I can find the teaser real quick before we get off here. But yeah, I love the Evil Dead movies, all of them. I love Ash, and I love Dave Can or I love uh, Bruce Campbell as Ash. I've seen the new ones too. The the newer one I really like. I think it's really good. But the my favorite one will always be Army of Darkness, just because. Yeah. I, oh my God, I love. Well, it. I mean, everybody likes that one. I love it so much. Yeah. It is. That movie is one of the like the foundations of my like my sense of humor is. I just love that movie so much, and the boomstick thing gets me. This is my boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still use that shit to this day. I think ever that's everybody's favorite. It's yeah, gotta go be Ash Williams. There we go. That's it. That's it. We've done it. That's the list of all lists right there. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Planet Comedy Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the The Planet Comedy on Twitter at the PCP Gang. Uh, we have YouTube stuff coming out soon. I'm going to be doing movie and TV reviews. Uh, I'm going to try to rewrite one of my things. I'm really excited about. I'm trying to make movies that I think had good concepts. That maybe didn't have the best pan out. I'm going to try to rewrite them. And then you can catch the podcast here on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Amazon. 
all that good stuff. Mom, do you have anything else you want to say to the rest of the people? Nope. Just thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Peace, love, and trevery, and have a wonderful rest of your